Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk a bunch of animated shows and movies here with new podcasts every other Wednesday. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hi there. We are finally back for more Miraculous Ladybug, our final Ladybug podcast of 2021. Mm -hmm. As we talk about the last five episodes that aired in the... This was a mistake. What what elicited that already? <laughs> what what I didn't even I didn't even say the episode names. Yeah. <laughs> I think deciding to do like to wait until all five episodes what? were out was So if we mistake. just did a podcast on the last of these episodes, would you feel better? I feel like no. I think there's one problem episode here that you're going to. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. Well, I feel bad because I feel like like we're not you know like Crocodile isn't like a bad episode. Yeah, probably not going to be a lot of Crocodile discussion oh, like, here. It's yeah. not going to get the attention it deserves. Yeah, even look. Glaciator too. Like we're going to be like we're not even going to talk about it, even though like it was you know up to that point it was like wow. I'll talk about Glaciator too, but uh yeah. So these are uh, the last five episodes that have aired in the U.S. Disney Channel. I. Thought ephemeral might be a big episode, so I decided to wait for that that one. And so now we have five in one podcast. Um, the episodes we will be discussing are Crocodile, Glaciator 2, Haxan, Gabriel Agrest, and Ephemeral. Um, and if you make it to the end of the six-hour podcast, <laughs> there is not a grand prize. There's not maybe, a grand prize. We'll you just with suffered something. with us. Uh, I will be impressed if you all hold out. For even ninety minutes through this pa- through the pain that you will self inflict on yourself. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> be- you, mean, you mean the additional pain we have already inflicted because we watched this show? Yes, exactly. Okay, oh, so please. so this is check out our previous Ladybug podcast at overlyanimated.com. We are following the U.S. Disney Channel releases for season four of Miraculous Ladybug. Um, spoilers for episodes one to four, six to nineteen, and twenty-one to twenty-two of season four. Yeah, we've, these production. Oh my god, we've like, not seen. We still haven't gotten five. Right. So uh, at this point, as of this recording, we are caught up internationally. So we have seen all the episodes that have aired anywhere in the world, and uh, we have uh, we're relative. We're getting close to the end of season four. We've just not seen six episodes. Episode five, which is never coming. Um, episode 20, which we got spoiled for uh, already on the villain, and the last four episodes of the season. Um, so Jeez. we're excited for those in 2022. Hey, okay. At the end, we'll have to predict, are we going to get five before we get the end of the season? Yeah, uh, that's the subject of much speculation. Uh, legitimately, we think that five will air after the finale. Uh, <laughs> supposedly, there are problems with the animation studio. So like, like I think they're, that's oh, just delayed, that episode. But the rest of them should come. Look, I just am really hoping that the last four episodes of the season air in order everywhere in the Please. world. Please. Please don't screw this up, Gloob. I'm looking at you. Like, let's air them in order. Okay. Like, please, for the love of God, for once. Yeah. Um, but here we go. Uh, these episodes, is episodes 12, 15, 16, 9, and 22. So yeah, a weird assortment mm-hmm. here from the Disney Channel. But um, we're trying to catch up. And uh, we're going to get into... All these episodes, once again, um, spoilers for these episodes that have aired. Please don't spoil us in the comments for any episodes that have not aired. If this is the future and more episodes have came out, um, you guys have been good with that. So thank you. Let's get to them. Let these episodes. This is five episodes, but um, Ephemeral just came out this weekend in the U.S. And 
I know that you. The guys, other episodes don't matter. They don't like. Uh, just, I so let's matter. stay tuned to see if Delaney means that in a positive or negative way. Uh, oh my god! You don't know. You, I no, know you I both had know big reactions to ephemeral, so we're okay. just going to start with ephemeral here. And if we spend over half the podcast on this, I am happy with that. So, like, let's 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 uh, let's, let's really dig into what uh, was an extreme response. <laughs> that... I apologize to everyone's eardrums for me in April because we're going to scream probably. Delaney, oh, yeah. what are your ephemeral thoughts? God, I don't. Like, I hate this show. Like, I hate it. Like, I'm like so. Like, I'm exhausted. I'm in like physical pain. I watched the episode with my mouth hanging open for 22 minutes, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I just. I, it's like there aren't words. Like, I could talk for like 30 minutes by myself, long rant. So we'll get there. But I, my body hurts. My soul hurts. I hate this show. I hate Dylan because Dylan's the reason I like got into this show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, so let's let's. OK, so <laughs> I woke up the next day. Delaney messaged me. I hate you for getting me into Ladybug. So ephemeral has so scarred you that you yeah, I was sending Dylan hate messages that you that you regret getting Lady in. You regret watching Ladybug in the first place. We podcast on the show for like five yeah, years. Like here's the thing. this is they did it. They finally like I've always been in pain. But finally, this episode is what's pushed me over the edge that I'm now like, I'm so upset that I watched this show. <laughs> and like, I'm stuck. Like, I'm five years in. I gotta keep watching this stupid show. I think I think Ephemeral broke you, genuinely. It did. Right? I, gen- I think so, too. I can't, like, I'm still like, what? Okay, I, I want to dig into why. What is it about this episode that, I, I mean, there's some obvious <sighs> things, but let's, I mean, uh, let's give quick, let's get mm. April first, though. Let's, uh, April. I, <laughs> oh, you want to get into my reaction? <laughs> What's your ephemeral, what was your ephemeral reaction? So I'm broken and then it's driven April insane. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I I had to take several breaks, um, which, you know, I, 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 I often have to do with this show. But I must say, uh, I didn't take a break during this episode. I probably but, should have. Well, like the the first time that I had to take a break is because I had to go deal with some stuff. But I legitimately at one point started to um, like have a panic attack. <laughs> It's the worst, isn't it? Like I because because it's so Can you say which part it was. Uh, it was after. Uh, Gabriel, like, oh, heard Adrian oh. say, lady. <laughs> and you're like, I'm done. I can't do this. And anymore. I was like, holy, I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. I was like, we're doing this right now. Like, oh my goodness. And then, and then I was like, I, I just can't, like, I legitimately had to pause it because I was like, I, I really was like, I thought I was having a panic attack. And then... <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure the whole time I was watching the episode, I was like, I'm going to have a heart attack and die. Like, I, I really, I really did. I, I was having a panic attack during this episode. Um, it was just building up to it. And then I, at the end, I think the message that I sent to you guys <laughs> really, like, summed up. Yeah, like, what was that? Let me pull it up. It, Let's see. It had a... It, it had a bad word in it. <laughs> bleep it. We can bleep. We can, we'll just go bleep. That's true. I mean, the messages I sent Dylan were, were not polite. Uh, let's see. The message just... that I sent was, are we a f- joke to these people? 
Yeah, the answer is yes. I can answer yes, that one. Yeah, literally. Like I can <laughs> literally. Like, and I I continue. It's it's kind of like um like going through the stages of grief, except I keep going yeah. like forward and back in the stages. Yes, yes. Um it's just it's having all of them at once. Like Yeah, and um I I feel very much broken. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do anymore <laughs> with this show. With like, life or with just Ladybug? Um, uh, both. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what you thought. I like tell. Ladybug is supposed to be my comfort show, and then I have to deal with this. Like, why? Why? Like, I thought we were. Um, I thought we were done with like fake outs. And is that not what the show is? Like it doesn't matter. Like we're just just gonna do this to us forever. And then I I can't help but feel like Thomas is toying with our hearts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was like, I know what your guys' biggest theory is, and I'm gonna put it in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, can I just say, uh, I am not culpable for, for ephemeral. <laughs> Blame Thomas. I, Delaney, when we started Look. podcasting on the show, this was, an, this was a sweet, uh, stupid show <laughs> in season no one. Plot. I didn't know it was going to get to this. For the record, so I want everyone to know that for the record, in the messages that I sent Dylan, I said I was going to fly to Dylan's apartment and kick their butt. And then I and then also also I was gonna make Dylan pick me up from the airport. And and we're, we're are gonna... we gonna both go beat up Thomas after that, or just you? Is that the? No, we were both gonna go. Okay. Like you were, you were still coming. Okay. Yeah. Paris. Okay. Let's be nice to Thomas. The fandom no, is, is. Of course. Uh, of course. Thomas, let's just let's just caveat this because the the children I mean, are, can be toxic like... to Thomas. But uh, oh, this yeah, is a but metaphorical like... sense that we're speaking. Yeah. But about. also, like, this is like. But Delaney's I mean, like, would, but also not, but not. <laughs> but also not, but no, I mean, legitimately, this is, I think, I mean, I've written, I've dabbled in things, but like, it, I would think this is the, you know, like, this is what you want. Like, you want people to like react so viscerally, mm. to, but like, not in like the Rick and Morty way where bad things happen, but like in this way where it's like, oh my God, like. Like beyond frustration. Like we're invested and it's like also like. Evil, oh, but it's a fine. positive reaction. I see. Quit from... playing games with my heart. Yeah, can I just quickly? Uh, was this a good? I, you haven't touched on. Was this a good episode? I'm curious if you think it was okay. a good episode. Uh, That's a good question. Um, yeah. So, I yeah, I do think yes. Like as an episode, like I mean, narratively, like I mean, it's rude, frankly, what was done to us, but like. Like, I think that what gets me so much about this episode is because we've done this before, but the way they did it, like, they literally, they set us up so bad to, like, ruin our lives. So what they, what they do, they're like, okay, so we have, we have to make this time and we're going to go back. So we're already set up that this isn't for real, except Luke is going to remember. Another thing we need to talk about, I thought Luke already knew anyway, anyway. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. So yeah. we're like, okay, we're set up, but then, but then we pass it. And there's no going back. And we're like, oh, my God. So, like, this is different than the, our other previous fake outs where um, they don't remember they don't remember anything, like, in Obliviator. I think that's the name of the episode. I don't remember. And then... Oblivio, yeah. Oblivio. Same, whatever. And then you have... And then in, the, and then in uh, Chat Block where we have, like, 
we have we're seeing what like it's very much looking through a window at what's happening. Obviously, Marinette is there, but like it's not like it's very different than this, which is this is happening in real time right now. And and then at the very end, we have to go back and fix it. And it was like, I hate you. Like, I, you did this narratively. Great idea. I mean, we because the thing is, they've done the fake out so many times that we're like prepared for it. But then they did the fake out like this and it was pure evil. Um, yeah, for the record, I don't think Luca at the end of this episode remembers anything, uh, cause Sass is the only one yeah. Yeah, back in time. Yeah. Right. Um, but Luca still does. He still know. knows the identities. Yeah. yeah. yeah he he still d- knows. Which he does. Uh, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about it. Um, yeah, I just, I have to say to both of you here, uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me <laughs> 100 times. That's Miraculous Ladybug. What are you guys doing getting fooled this episode? I was not, I was uh, not fooled by this. That's really my reaction. Okay, well, part of it, part of it is it's wish fulfillment, so we wanted it to be real. And then also, I mean, I think, like... What, at what gonna... point were you... So, like, here's the, the course. The, here's the, like, timeline of this episode. I would say the episode spends a lot of time on this period where Marinette knows Adrian's identity, yes. but he does not know vice versa. And at that point, there's no known mechanism in Ladybug that will take us backwards other than, like, Bonix. Um, right. So, uh that you could reasonably be fooled at that point. I think like once Adrian learns who Marinette is, once Hawk Moth, like Shadow Moth, it's Gabriel at that point, hears him on the phone, right? Like at that well, point, you're so probably not fooled moment. anymore because it's just well, going at, all well, out. The problem, well, the problem is like at that moment, that's when scary stuff starts happening. So it's one of those where like, this is like our worst nightmare happened. Like, you know, this is worst case scenario that we've predicted like a million times, but then to watch it play out <laughs> is different. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is that this is an episode that's, in theory, is supposed to take place chronologically before the season finale. So, like, I think that's part of why, like, part of the convincement, too, is because mm. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, we're we're actually doing this. Well, also, yeah, this we is the latest like in it. the season episode. Yeah. yeah. So far. And then also, like, they they fake us out. Like, you think it's a fake out in the beginning, but they go through it. And then, like you were saying, we don't like at this point, we don't know the mechanism, like how we can't go back. So that was so that I think that's part of it. And they kind of I mean, they kind of like pulled the rug out from under us. They were like, no, we can go back. I think I think the other thing is with episodes like Oblivio or like Chop Blanc, too, you were in a situation where we we know that it's we know that we're like what's happening is because of an akumatized like villain like so Mm. even though like we're getting it we almost sort of like we know in the back of our heads that we're gonna get faked out because like there's an akumatized villain on the loose oh she has to miraculous ladybug it yeah like we know like in the end at the end of the episode she's gonna miraculous ladybug all of it like but in this situation it wasn't necessarily that she was gonna have to miraculous ladybug everything like i mean like it was all dependent upon like Luca setting the time backwards. Yeah, it's so. a good, that's a good point. I want to compare this to Chat Blanc. I have one more line though. Uh, this is a show where the protagonist throws her hands up at the end of the episode, shouts the show's name, and everything goes back to normal. 
what did you guys think was going to happen in this episode? Like, uh, this happens every episode. It's well, going to go that, back to I, normal. I will say, though, we've had previous episodes. Like, one, I think a big one is Gabriel Agrest. And um, I don't remember which yeah. one it is. This this season uh, has done a good job in, like, actually advancing things in, in yeah, episodes. I think, I think that's what so, you're saying. Like, well, yeah, and yeah. that's the other thing. This, uh, this episode's placed really well at the end well, of the I mean, season that has episode, pro- genuine well, so progression. Not only do yes. we bring Felix back, and Felix knows that Gabriel Yeah, is and that's a real on. thing that sticks, yeah. And it sticks. Like the like it was like the fact that he did something, like when he messed up the hem of his pants, and then like and he knew before that, like I mean he already knew before he walked in. And then we have in Haxon, like the fact that Marinette gave her miraculous to Alia. Like what? Like Yeah, big yeah, big things have happened almost every episode. It's a good point. Yeah, and that's and so that's the thing. So like and for me also, like the moment I was like, this has to like, we're like, I don't know. I, you also get caught up in it. Like a lot of crap happened like all at once yeah. after um, Gabriel knew. But then also for me, you know, we talk about, well, you know, she fixes everything. Well, you know, I would just, I didn't think Hawkmoth was going to get her. Like, you know, like. Right. Mar- like at the point. Yeah. At the point yeah. where Marinette knows that could have just been the new status quo. Yeah. yeah well, but, but Which is something also, we speculated about. Right. And then yeah. also, I mean, when Hawkmoth shows up, you know, I, you know, I, you know, it didn't oh, really occur to theater. me. Yeah, at the movie theater, it yeah. didn't really occur to me that she would lose. Yeah. Yeah, immediately loses. Um, yeah, but no, these are good points. I think comparing it, and by the way, when I say, um, when I say like, uh, you guys shouldn't have been fooled. I, I oh, think Dylan's I, just I, messing with us. I'm not, oh, uh, yeah. I'm not criticizing. I think you are supposed to get caught up in this episode. So, uh, and I will well, say, I, I had more like all the buttons like immediately, like at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I had well, more like meta information. I knew this was the hundredth episode. I knew it was going to be ridiculous. So like, oh uh, yeah, that's fair. I, 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 I yeah. think I'm expecting something like this, but did you guys know that this is the 100th episode of America's I did Lincoln? not know. I did, but only because I saw a bunch of like po- social media posts. Yeah. Yeah, Delina, could you tell? Could you tell from watching the episode this is the 100th episode of Miraculous Ladybug? I mean, it's kind of a it's it's, uh, yeah. uh, You can. There's a lot of that went into it. You can tell. Like for me, it's like knowing the context now that it's the 100th episode. Like I'm mad because like obviously they did that to us. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm kind of joking here because they say 100 a million times on this episode. By the way, Um, I don't know if you caught that. Do they really? What? That's so annoying. I hate them. It's, <laughs> it's really so annoying. What's, what's the annoying is that you two did not realize that. That's the annoying part. <laughs> Let's, we'll go you over. Was, there was so much. Dylan, I was busy having a panic attack. Okay, like also, give me the, a break. Like, here's the be- here's the best 100 lines. So this is uh, from Gabriel in the Dead Wife Garden. He brings God, Adrian so- down oh, to the Dead okay. Wife Garden. 100 weeks since she disappeared. Yeah, 100 is- times I've wanted to tell you. Oh my god. 100 times I've tried to seize their miraculouses to bring her back. To think that salute the solution was right here under my roof. They they genuinely say 100 like a million That's times. That's hilarious. I do um, remember that being like horrible, and I was like, "Why are you talking like that?" But yeah, that this he's is also like the 100th off. episode extravaganza. The only thing that ruins it is that this is actually the 98th episode we've seen because they don't have That's two, so before, rude. two that have aired before. Because it. we're missing episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think if you know this is going to be like a big event, it's going to you know I think it. Um, well, I also maybe more I also watched all the episodes. So one, I kind of exist in a bubble, so I don't really like. I'm on Twitter, but I don't really see Ladybug stuff on Twitter. And I, um, so I live in my little bubble and I also watched all these episodes back to back. So I was just like, what was that experience? Yeah. 
Oh my god. So I mean, it was great because these episodes are great. The pro- <laughs> the thing was though, is I was getting like increasingly stressed because like you watch Crocodile and then you watch Glaciator too, and like so it just keeps getting like more stressful every episode. And then I get to Ephemeral and I'm like, I'm gonna die right now on my couch, two a.m. I'm gonna stroke out watching this episode because like it just like basically the ante just kept going up like yeah. every episode considerably. Like, it was like exponential and. So that was part of it. But again, like I was saying earlier, the there was there's been progression every episode, including Crocodile. Like, you know, it get, things get pushed. And so it was hard not to get caught up in it. And then also the episode does this on purpose. You're waiting the entire time to see if Marinette's going to reveal herself. And so then once that happens, you're just like, yay. And then you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, we mentioned Chaplanc. This uh, this episode is a companion piece to to Chaplanc, I believe. I, and I, yeah. I will say it's been yeah. a while since we watched that, so it wasn't. I wasn't thinking about Chaplanc as I was watching this episode, but looking back, episodes are very similar. They both have yes. alternate timelines that play out where one of them knows the identity of the other, well, which causes like- a cascading events which cause catastrophe that play out extremely quickly, which get reset via time travel us. at the ends. And then the end of the episodes end with us dealing with the time travel yeah. mechanics. Yeah. Uh, I think they're trying to convince us that this can't happen, but I know they're wrong. Okay. So here's, so here's my take. Uh, See, I, 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 that as well. I want to, here's, here's, I think I can convince you guys to not be mad at the episode here. Here we go. That's impossible, um, but okay. So I, uh, this episode, ephemeral is going all out for the show's 100th episode. And it's an exploring an end game scenario that they are not going to ultimately do. And they want to do a lot of cool things with that ultimate alternate scenario because we like, okay, let's explore where Marinette knows who Adrian is, but Adrian doesn't know. Chat Blanc was let's explore right. what, how Adrian knows Marinette. Um, this is not going to happen. We know that. I believe we know that confirmed now because they would be repeating themselves. Maybe it could play out in a different way, but I believe this confirms that they're going to learn their identities at the same time. That's my big takeaway. And I think it's really fun to explore a different way that it could go. Um, I think that's the main idea with this episode is well, it's a we're, safe way we're, we're a season away from the actual identity reveal. Here's a different way it could have gone that we didn't ultimately decide to do. What do you think? Buy or sell, Delaney? No, I am. Um, I'm buying. And that's but so like and then part of it, too, is I do think they're trying to convince us that this can never happen, which they've been doing, you know, since season one. They can't know each other's identity. I also and think they, this episode contains yeah. the best ever justification for why they can't tell who each other yes, is. I, I can't believe they didn't say it sooner. Like it is. Right. Like, yeah. they did. It's great. So like they. Well, the thing is, everyone is very close to figuring it out. That's the other thing, too. Mm. Like, if yeah. Felix can figure out that Hawk Moth yeah, is well, Gabriel... Felix which, is inexplicably smarter than everyone. Yeah, which is great. That's true. I'm fine with it. <laughs> and then, like, I'm like, how do you not watch... Like, and then also, all he's just giving out all of this information. I'm like, it's not hard to figure this out, guys. Yeah. And, yeah. A- April, what do you think of that idea that this is an alternate endgame scenario? I, I'm buying it. Like, it makes sense, you know? And I... Yeah. I feel like the only time that they would reveal their identities, like honestly, is it's gonna have to be like a dire situation kind well, of. Well, now, thing. well, now this makes me wonder. So, I mean, even going further than this, the wish can't happen. Like, 
it can't because now we know that this is a world ending scenario. Like it's not just make a wish. Like this is yeah. like horrific. Like this is bad. <laughs> so, which is another thing that I'm happy because this also now explains, cause I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Now it does cataclysm wipes the world clean. And then the power of creation rebuilds everything. So this makes a lot yeah. of sense now. From whatever point that the wish is like, like rewriting it or whatever no i don't well no that's that's what well i don't i don't think like basically what they were saying was that like basically the world ends and they start over like i do think but it like it's gonna build it all back like from like there's no telling what what will be like how it will be different yeah i kind of i was gonna say i kind of took it in like a like a back to the future kind of sense in a way that like like you know how like marty mcfly goes back to the past and then he like he's like hanging around and he kind of like messes with things and so whenever he does go back to his present it's different but like he doesn't like remember it being different like he remembers it how it used to be you know what i mean yeah. I I think I'm unclear whether when they say the world ends and it then it gets reformed, if that is like a metaphorical, uh, if like, okay, we'll be on an alternate timeline, like, duh, of course, that would happen if you like change something. Or if it's like, literally, like, everything will be different. You know, I think that's a kind of unclear from from the Kwame's explanation. I mean, the way I mean, I do think it's unclear from the explanation. But I do think like, uh, with it's a, new, such a vague explanation. Too. But, but with the context of what their powers are, I do think like, and you know, also, this kind of hints with, like, Chat Blanc. Like, I mean, it's literally, like, ending the world. Like, because even Luca's like, why? What's it matter? Like, no, it's literally destroying reality and rebuilding it. Yeah. So it is a good point. Like, can the wish... Because we speculated also, Gabriel would get his before. wish. And, uh, yeah, apparently it has happened before, which is interesting. Yet. Not so, again. Like, like, oh, crap. What At happened? the very least, the Kwamis lived through it. But that yeah, could be, like, like an that, alternate that was, planet or something, you know? Yeah, that could, was another question I had. Because I was like, so the Kwamis would survive? I mean, granted, that but makes they're sense. they're gods, so, yeah. But, yeah, mm-hmm. who knows? Like, who knows? So, like, that's... I mean, this... To me, like, this is, like... You know, this... You know, when you're talking about exploring a different in-game scenario, like... Because, you know, my next thought would be, okay, they, like what April was saying, they only can reveal themselves in a dire situation. But, you know, what would be more dire than, you know, to prevent the wish? But, like, in that case, like, I mean, we can't, like, I mean, can I mean, can we get back to this point? Like, is he going to make the wish? And it's like, what what do we do? Like, yeah, that's well, a good question. Like, we, we, we've thought in the past that he would make the wish, I think. Like, that's we, the worst case scenario. And now we yeah. know it's even worse than we thought. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, if making the wish is this catastrophic, then th- does this mean that, like, Hawk Moth is going to be our villain forever? Because... Or, or you know what I mean, like. Yeah, I think I think at this, I mean, you know, the the by the episode, so people are wondering because the episode titles of the finale, I won't spoil it, but they they give you reason to wonder whether Hawk Moth will continue into season five. But I still think, you know, I think she, he's the villain until the end of season five. Um, well, it makes me wonder, like, you know, we have this alternate timeline. Well, you know, this this alternate scenario. So we what we watched unfolded in our present, and then we fixed it. But it makes me wonder, like, are we going to get a Hawk Moth redemption? Like, we kind of had Hawk Moth Hawk trying Dimption. really... I know, Hawk Dimption. We had Gabriel, like, almost be a person in one episode. I mean, it was because he's selfish and he's a jerk. But, like, he legitimately was like, 
how are you doing, Adrian? And like, mm-hmm. you know, so it makes me wonder, like, would like if he finds out he's cat noir in a different scenario and maybe he's feeling a different way. Granted, he's also at the end of his rope because he's like losing like all of his crap on like when he like he like breaks down in front of Natalie and all that stuff. So it's like, like I don't know, like, is he just going to have like a mental breakdown? Is he going to be like or is it maybe going to be something like either you can make the wish or you lose your son? Like what's like. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, I think we've always assumed that like when he would learn it's it's Gabriel that then when he learns it's Adrian that'd be an emotional connection. Also, is and, the cost and he'd be good just at the, the end. fact that everything gets deleted? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I guess, I guess, right? They said there's like a cost. Oh, the universe is that. I mean, the yeah, universe. Yeah. Un- or, is un- that, or is that like not even a part of it? You know what I mean? Like the universe is going to be completely destroyed. Right? They could they also, could just be describing the mechanics of the back, wish. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a, uh, to, to the Gabriel's reaction point though. We have seen two scenarios now where he reacts exactly. horribly. So uh, right. worth well, questioning also, whether he will I was react. Say, we've also speculated before too that, like, I mean, Gabriel Gabriel's such an interesting villain too because, like, what he wants is literally for his wife to become alive again, right? Like, he has no reason to be a villain after that. So, like, like that's all he wants. So, once he obtains that, we don't have to worry about him being a villain anymore or wreaking havoc. And Right. I think that's still a thing. Is he, you know, he, clearly, he just wants to make the wish to bring Emily back. If Emily can come back some, some else, somehow else, or we can convince him to move on, you know, I don't think we're concerned. Well, it makes yeah. me wonder, like, what if, I mean, even without the power, the wish, I mean, maybe the miraculous is like, I mean, you know, they discover in the book that, you know, they haven't discovered all the powers, of the miraculous. Mm, so it's, yeah. it makes mm-hmm. you wonder, can we do this in a different way? That's a, that's a good call. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let, let's, 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 let's cont- continue and we can come back to some of these ideas as we walk Dental through. Wife. Uh, what wife? Santa wife. Santa like wife. Santa oh, wife. yeah. Just make a new wife. Why don't you just. Yeah, just do that. Well, can't you consider Fine. that, Gabriel? Just you did that with your son, right? So why can't you just yeah, make a new wife? Yeah, self also super weird. Yeah, you make your you make a sense of self. Uh, anyway, uh, quick. Okay, quickly, my thoughts on ephemeral uh, as an episode is I think this episode is great. Um, I actually did end up really liking it. I like this more than Chaplunk. I don't know if that's a controversial take. I don't know how people feel um, about this episode. I also like you love well, Chap. You like Chaplunk more than me and April. I was gonna say I like it's this. Ep- I like I, I but, like this one more than Chaplunk. I I think it's like in a slightly improved version. There's a part of this episode I love. And then the rest of it is like, you know, it's fun. But the part I love is the uh, part where Marinette knows who Adrian's identity. And the episode really gives that room to breathe and explores what her reaction Mm -hmm. would be to that. And I think that's some of the best sequences of the show is those like five whatever minutes where Marinette is is, – dealing with the notion of because she doesn't react how you think she'd react and she has to like conceptualize these two versions of adrian and and try to figure out how to merge them when she laughs at him so funny and and she and she like falls in love with with adrian again for real this time and i i love the umbrella scene so good so yeah 
like that that's great at the, at the beginning the episode's really fun with the save 100 combinations by the way um and god so, that was so so, like, god. so stupid and uh so once you know the episode starts spiraling at some point once gabriel overhears him on the phone and at that point it's like okay we're moving too fast but it's it's just like supposed to be dramatic and stuff um it, it's fun enough uh the big problem with the episode is the stupid ending with the satellite uh it works better for me on rewatch. Like, you know, it's kind of, it's all nonsense, but I like the thematics of them going to space, kind of slowed down them just talking. Will, because I'm like a giant dork. I really enjoyed because they were like, yeah, the, because of the SI, like so funny. Like to me, that's just as someone who studied science extensively in school, like so funny, like yeah, hilarious. And you can like, confirm this makes a hundred percent scientific sense, right? That they, I mean, almost. The the, this, it's, it's also, just really it's, funny. It's such a like ladybug solution too. Yes, also, yeah, let's I go think, into like, space and program the satellite. Look, for me, it's, it's dumb, but I love it. The ending was fine for me. Like I was still in shock, but once Cat Noir was like meow meow, I was like, this is the best episode ever. So funny, <laughs> like, hilarious. You would, or whenever in class, <laughs> she asks who wrote that poem, and he goes, so hey, annoying. Like, yeah, and Marinette's like, why have I not thought of this before? I'm an idiot. Like, also, they're passing notes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then I will say, so the reason, the, the one mm-hmm. scene that puts this episode for me above Chat Blanc, it's because I'm a giant shipper, and the moment Marinette reveals herself to Adrian, and I'm like, I'm crying. Scene. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I think so in Chat Blanc they date for a little bit longer. It's like really they fast do. still, but yeah. this this episode is like. Two seconds there. I will say Chat Blanc, it's like much more dramatic, the reveal. Yeah. Like yeah. To, and you, and to, April, to April had a good point about that episode being framed differently. It's like frames, you know, the world ended already. Like, yes. uh, so it's like yeah. what are the events that led to yeah, it? This is more to, trying yeah. to trick you this episode. Yeah. That was the thing. Cause that was like why I was more, cause they, cause my thing is like when you start the episode, you're like, okay, we already have this mechanism in place, whatever. And then when you, I mean, the fact that, Marinette lets it run out. You're like, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. I want to quickly dig into Marinette knowing who Adrian is. Because like I said, I think we ultimately won't get this. We wanted this ending. They still could do it. But I feel like considering they did it in this episode, Marinette knows who Adrian is. Adrian doesn't know who Marinette is. And they spent so much time on it. You know, I feel like... I feel like that's a sign to me that that's it. Also, we literally had a Maricat episode. Like, they're toying with us. Yeah, we'll get to the Maricat episode. We'll get to all the other episodes. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so she, like, lets, she's, like, shocked at learning Adrian's identity. She She lets uh, the timer run out. Um, Mm -hmm. And she has to figure out who's the real Adrian behind Adrian. Um, She sees, she's, like, seeing Adrian as, as, as cat everywhere. I think visually, this was, like, a really good, like, like you know, I think this it was one, so well done. Like, like this is one of those things that like you know really plays out well in in animation. Like in like to visually watch this. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a really good use of yeah, vi- good visual use of animation. Um, Adrian, uh, and then and then she consults with Luca, my heart, and uh, he's such he, a sweetie. He's, he's she's like, could you relate to learning some like shocking alternate Aww. thing about? And he's, he's like, like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and oh, she doesn't so question annoying. it. You he's dumb, so dumb. irritating. Um, like y'all are so dumb. And Luca <laughs> says genuinely, like once he gets over the shock, he likes them even better. Like so sweet, and uh, because it helps them understand more. I thought so I sweet. thought that was. Yeah. Right. Like Marinette, you know, like we've talked about this. Marinette's like season one type of crush on Adrian. You know, it's just a crush. She's not really in love with him. You know, she's just like is attracted to him and like has has this fantasy about him. Um, Mm -hmm. And as they become more friends, I think it's more of a legitimate thing throughout the seasons. But she's still missing this this huge other side of him that she doesn't 
understand is Adrian. And that this episode, we get like time of her processing this other side. And as Lucas says, like it, it, it should like enhance your, ver- your, your view of them even more. And I thought it was just beautiful. how. And also she knows Cat Noir that. so well. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so she, so, you know, it's like, oh, maybe it's like a week for her to think to merge these things. It's a whole nother part of Adrian, but like she, she does, she knows both of them so well. Yeah. And we've seen those two relationships develop so much. And it's not like she hates Cat Noir. Right. Like, it's just just she's never she's never seen him in that light before. Oh, And so she's she's seeing Adrian as as cat everywhere and is confused. And then after talking with Luca, uh, Ladybug calls Adrian, uh, which was like the idea, like behind revealing identity. She as her excuse to fight the lollipop monster. And then she sees Cat as Adrian and she like is happy. She's successfully kind of merged those those concepts in her head. And it, 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 and so, so then she does reveal her identity to Adrian and Adrian, Adrian is, responds much more positively. He's uh, immediately happy about it. I just found out that one of my closest friends is the person I love and admire most in the world. It um, made, I was like about to cry. I was like, oh, yeah. that is so sweet. Also, another scene in this episode that I love that was, I mean, it was funny, but it was also like really great because especially in these previous episodes, Adrian's been so sad after he's revealed himself. And he comes back to his room and he's like literally bouncing off the walls. And he's like, what if she falls in love with me as Adrian? Like she's like, he's like flipping Mm -hmm. out. So precious. And then Plog also like gave us foreshadowing, but we weren't listening because it's Plog. He talks about it. He's like, this cheese won't go well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, this cheese is going to, he's like, I think this is going to be stinky cheese. (laughs) Some nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that part of the episode up to that ending scene and where they're, where Marinette reveals herself to. I just think that's so such a gorgeous part of the episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and then it has to, you know, do the spiraling thing. And and to a certain extent, I'm like, I would have liked that as the as uh, the whole episode, a whole episode. But um, they gave it enough time and then it's fun, the rest of the stuff. So let's go walk. We can walk through some of the other things we get from uh, any, any other thoughts on Marinette knowing, you know, we can. I mean, I think this will relate to other because we get some other big ship episodes. Which I think as well. the conflict like makes sense, and I think it was something yeah. we had necessarily considered. Uh, what do you mean by that? Like this conflict of reconciling Adrian and Cat Noir. Yes, yes, and I think yeah. we hadn't talked really enough about that, and I especially think. because of Glaciator too, at when she literally throws him in the trash can. Because she's so mad at him. <laughs> yeah, and Gl- Glaciator 2 is a great companion episode to this one because it's all about developing the uh, the Lady Noir and, uh, you know, the Maricat dynamic. But Lady Noir, like, they're like, okay, for, we're going to actually not be kind of romantic. And, uh, you know, I think Lady – it it explains why Ladybug kind of reacts so well, that's like, uh, this tepidly is... to, to yeah, this news. It's, yeah. oh, well, Adrian's cat, who I have spent a lot of energy, like, distancing romantically. Well, and also we have, you know, even though ephemerals, you know, ultimately a fake-out, like – I lost my train of thought. Continue. I'll go come back. Okay. It's just, well, it's gotta be like, I don't know. Like, can you just imagine? Like, you've put so much time, like you've spent half of your time, like trying to cultivate a relationship with someone, and then only to find out that it, you had literally been spending the other half of your time trying to, like. Not not necessarily push them away, but like it's like taking two steps forward and then one step back. Like you're not ever. Yeah, I think I think it's it's really understandable. I remembered my reaction. Yes. So also what ephemeral. So ultimately it's a fake out. But also what I think ephemeral does is like 
you know, we joke about this show, you know, this is like, you know, we have this four square, this ridiculous shipping nonsense, but really I think this episode um, really like kind of um, like legitimizes it in a way that like, this is complicated. And I think, and not just complicated in the like, oh my God, they're so dumb, but like legitimately complicated in like, you know, the implications of, of all of this, especially now that Marinette and Adrian are such good friends. So I think that's something that this episode like allows us to explore. Yeah. Not and only, I was going to say, not only are they good friends, they're also like they hold the most, the two most powerful miraculouses. Marinette's the guardian, like <laughs> well, it's more like there. It's not just like the act. Like I, I just mean even just interpersonally, like the, yeah, the, how complicated this is. And I think you know this kind. You know we have the, you know the silly like Maricat stuff, but like and the, but it's it's a little bit different. Like you know they, they'll they'll toy with us. And it's like are you like are you for real? Like this is ridiculous. But then. But then, you know, this is really kind of like legitimizing, like this is, you know, how complicated this is. Yeah. And the dynamic yeah. might be completely different when we do ultimately get the reveals right. because we think they're going to start dating at the end of the season. So yeah. that would that would lead to a completely different identity reveal dynamic. Um, so that so that's another like uh, kind of reason why it's really cool that we see this alternate timeline now um, before kind of the dynamic changes. Because we may not even get the identity reveal, but they may still also start dating, like... Yeah, before the reveal, which I still think will happen. Um, uh, other, uh, so, uh, other big things in Ephemeral, the return of Grandmaster Suhan, um, who, uh... Man, that guy's a punk! It's de- Demands to know Kat's identity. But then he at the end, you know, Marinette just has to stand up to him and he he does respect her i as, wish as he would have been like did you know we just had like clearly something horrible happened that like this is your fault <laughs> like uh we talked about gabriel overhearing uh adrian saying um uh milady which is like uh, i will say this is like i will say this is like the worst thing that's like the the fact that this is how it happened like makes you want to rip my hair out but it's fine so it makes sense that like once they because he he it, it makes sense that he it's in his house and Gabe, and adrian doesn't know gabriel's shadow moth and so he's not being careful about it but right. but like yeah. i'm selling that gabriel's smart enough to connect the dots based on milady how many times has he not figured out that marinette is ladybug with, that's true i feel like there's okay, been stronger also, evidence than milady okay, cat could have just been emulating adrian could have just been emulating a superhero the big i keep repeated it many times this season but there's one classmate of uh adrian's in shanghai and he does not connect the dots <laughs> so after ridiculous. seeing her that is so more ridiculous. obvious than adrian so saying milady here okay has hawk moth actually heard Cat Noir say or call Ladybug Milady. Right, maybe in like an interview on TV, but that's not even a thing he normally hears. Yeah, right. Like so, that's why. I, like I, I, I'm right there with you. I'm like, I'm selling this because there, he's he's not heard that like enough to like put the dots together. It's I'm like, like it, because he's come so close already to figuring out. Okay, so it's like broken, okay. broken clock, right? Twice a day, you know. Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's 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 at one at some point he's gonna get there because he didn't just because like you know when they do their and he has he had, there was a whole arc hilarious. of him thinking that, that yeah because it was also like 
it's also the ring. Like he came really close to figuring it out before. Right. I, yeah, yeah. If he's going to just, yeah, he's more, I think it's a good point that I was talking about. Like he should have known Marinette. It's more likely also, he would even figure out Adrian. Season, like, I don't even think it was the ring. Like that was a previous, this season there's been episodes where he's been suspicious. I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, it, it may, yeah. And it's a good shorthand and it connects to them starting dating. And it's, it's like with them ending the phone call. I think it worked in the context of the episode. I was just like, really like this. Um, anyway. That's what's tipping you off. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to come back to the, the next part because, but running through that. So we, so we see shadow noir with three miraculouses. Uh, you literally black Panther. Was I the only person who absolutely loved whenever he, said he's like i'm your father shadow ma yeah, god it was ridiculous like, <laughs> i was like are you for real adrian i'm your father shadow ma yeah that was hilarious i freaking loved it but so it, <laughs> okay you uh april we need to know what you thought of shadow noir um by the way i don't know if that's the official name that's what the lady he literally says. looks like black panther right? he has the he cat did. miraculous and his two miraculouses how good did he look april and he, should he, he always like, be Shadow Noir? Look, he looked like Black Panther. I totally agree with Delaney. But was but, he rocking it? I mean, he was doing the best he could. <laughs> I, it's really, like, I, I I enjoyed Gabriel in the all-black clothing way more. I was just like, man, that should be your super, your. Oh, super yeah. Suit, oh, in, like, uh, in Gabriel Egress. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not a good sign when your big your biggest stand isn't even supporting. Uh, I couldn't deal with it because he just looked like Black Panther. Like I was like, he's just Black Panther. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, he also I, just looked absolutely insane. Like, also, did they do it on purpose? Like did, you can't you can't make a black and purple cat costume and not be like, oh, right. it's black I mean, they're kind of forced I mean, into it the, from the like, the Macoses, but... or whatever. Yeah, like... he literally like. Also, was it in? I don't remember which episode it's in now, but I just, I feel so bad for Nuru and, um, God, their little meeting. That was like the saddest thing. And they were like huddling together when he turned around. It was like the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, Sass, uh, second chances to go back in time. We now know that Sass can just go back in time whenever he wants. Great. No, Sass can only go back in time to previous points that have been so your interpretation was because they set the second chance there that's all that's what he can yeah that's the only he can only so he can go back to any mark basically any marker in time yeah yeah the only thing i was thinking when he gave that explanation was like the doctor who fixed point in time um basically yeah that's the same but yeah but in doctor you don't set a point with them you don't set a thing every time like it's not like a manual thing in doctor who right that's true but but yeah but ultimately that's why uh what is it marinette sent the picture of the the whatchamacallit the one o'clock so apparently she knew those rules yeah and she told him where the miraculous were by the way as much as marinette instantly loses to send that exact text that would fix everything uh one of the best one of the best moments i think she's so smart well i mean it's another thing like when in um like one of like so, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, Marinette's, you know, ladybug vision or whenever she's figuring stuff out. And we've talked about it at length and it's one of my favorite things. What I really love was in Haxon when she like, so like, granted, you know, Alia puts it into motion. But then for Marinette to just come out of having been, you know, 
and whatever just go. and just do it like it's great like it's just like because that's the thing all you knew that she couldn't do it herself and so, and so she was like okay i'll just marinette will just do it and then marinette just like did it immediately like, yeah, figuring out with the, the frying mm-hmm. pan or whatever yeah that's good um uh, in, in uh, we get Astro Cat and Cosmo Bug transformation sequences. Um, Great, A plus, thousand percent, loved it. That's how you know this episode really 2000%. going all out because uh, we those are not necessary, but they're gorgeous. No, they were not necessary. Definitely. I really um, yes, they were. How else were we going to go to space? Well, they could have just transformed. You know. Also, I'm still mad at the show that they faked me out. I really thought we were going to London this time, and they were like, "No, they're going to be on a train the whole time." I was like, "I hate the show." Yeah, no, we're not going to get to see. Oh, also, this is important. So I explained this episode to Tanya because I was like flipping out. Yeah, how'd that go? Okay, so I'm telling Tanya, she's like, "They were on the Eiffel Tower," and I was like, "Duh!" Like they have. That happens a lot. Like, like, it's this isn't new. And then when I said, so we're sitting on the couch, and when I said, oh, and then Hawk Moth, Gabriel hears Adrian say, m'lady, she, like, kicked the coffee table. And was like, no! No! Like, <laughs> so funny. Because like, the thing is, like, so Tanya, like, Tanya would like to get caught up on Ladybug, but she can't deal with, like, the first two seasons. She's like, I can't do this. Just, just jump her in at some point, you know. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like, I'm just like, well, I'll just pick up. It'll be fine. But it's so, like, she, so she's, she's like, invested. And then I had to tell her that Plog had some foreshadowing because she loves Plog. But she was like, oh, my God, no. She's like, why do they keep? And I'm like, I don't know. Also, she heard uh, when I was watching... Uh, was it was it Glaciator 2? Yeah, it's Glaciator 2 when Adrian's like really sad and Kagami's like Yeah. Like you need to flirt. And I'm like, I keep pausing because I like wanna die. And she's like, it's a, it was funny. So Tanya was like, what's going on? I'm like, I just hate this show, that's all. <laughs> that's all. Um Also very important and uh, the fact that like it was all manga the whole time. I was like Kagami, oh my god. Yeah, that was hilarious. So funny. That might be the funniest. It was like, really good. I'll get to Glaciator too. La- and last week, maybe we mentioned the satellite stuff. The International Bureau of Weights and Measures. So good. Um, a plus. In, yep. in, in Paris. There it's you great. go. Learned so to the TIL from Ladybug about the International Bureau of Weights and Measures. I yep. learned so much. No, that's what Not really, because they don't really explain it, but they mentioned well, it. Well, here, I can explain it. So this is why I was having a lot of fun. It's because, so I studied science. And, you know, obviously in America, we use like stupid, we don't, we don't use the metric system. Well, so when we say SI units, we mean metric units. And so that's all, all of that's determined by what they were talking about in Ladybug. Also, it's funny that she literally got like a little weight. I, at my old job, I had to use like, you know, to calibrate, I had to have my little weight. Nice. That's the exact. So that's the thing, like the exact weight, like it's all based off this like one object <laughs> that's okay that's cool it's, it's really cool and so that's why i was like oh my god so it was like it was fun and then also like the flying of the satellite was like ridiculous yeah it's okay and last uh in ephemeral here's where we're gonna dig in uh so i'm not sure to what extent you all have thought about this whether you've read that oh. one so oh god we have uh sent a monster things to discuss mark it down uh, oh my god! I'm ready. The monster also, discussion I, begins. Also, I didn't read the outline. I don't know why we're shocked. Uh, that's the shock of the year. I know it's uh, shock. That's the I shock of 2021. Yeah, right there. Didn't uh, read that. I, I so, can't believe this. 
You know, when you said you read the outline, I was like, <laughs> like can you <laughs> not? Okay, it's enough to not read my precious out. No, the outline, you know, for me more than you anyone. Spent so much time on. So sometimes time I read it, but then sometimes it's like spoilers. Like you know, I'm just here, you know, vibing. Uh, yeah, no, no, I know that's a genuine thing. I like surprising Delaney with stuff. So here, okay, here you go. Um, uh, the this ep- there are two episodes of these five which feature significant Santa Monster movement. So let's yep. go over. In Ephemeral, uh, in the pivotal scene in the Dead Wife Garden, Gabriel says, here, Adrian, let me take you down to the Dead Wife Garden. Yeah. I don't think we're in my house I'm anymore. I'm inviting you to yeah. the Dead Wife Garden. <laughs> so uh, Gabriel akumatizes uh, Adrian, and he's about to resist it. Uh, he then fiddles with the ring. That, yep. is, uh, that is under his akumatized skin. So this confused me the first feeling, uh, but Sarah pointed this out to me, and, and so I'm 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 all I'm all clued in now. The, the ring is under the suit, and he's fiddling with it uh, to get Adrian, and then Adrian gives in to the akumatization after he fiddles with his ring. Intriguing. Mm-hmm. Also, in the beginning of this episode, I've not seen this one discussed as much. Uh, right in the beginning, uh, yep. a- a- Adrian's like Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel's like Adrian. I need you to take over for me at the press conference. Adrian's like, I don't want to do that. And then he starts fidd- fiddling with his ring, and Adrian. Oh then my does god! It, then says yes. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Um, oh my god. Blue Delaney's mind right here. Like, yep. wait I mean, for the already, wait for the next one. That's going to be even more. I shocking. already knew he was a Sinta monster, but this is messing me up. So this is but, uh, this okay. is probably the most incontrovertible. Sinta well, here was the thing for me we've, was we've like I was far. like I would have figured that Adrian would resist, but if he can't, right? So he was going to resist the Akuma, as we saw with yeah. Felix, as yeah. we saw with a few other characters this season. He was going to, but he is not in control if Adri- yep. if Gabriel possesses his Akumatized object, which is clearly Emily's ring. Wait, I oh, so he's wearing Emily's ring. This makes more yep. sense now. He's wearing okay. Emily, yeah. So he has Emily's I was ring. Because I was getting mixed up. Felix has ring. the other ring. Felix yep. has yeah, Emily's ring or whatever, yeah, or yeah. his ring, yeah. Um, yeah, his ring. So yeah, I mean, the, when we saw in the stinger of, of uh, the end of another hurts. episode Hold this on. season, I, ha- I have to, I have to point this out too because if I don't, it'll, it'll kill me. Yes. Kill me. Because at one point, because you know, this whole episode was just um, a ploy to kill us all um at one point i was just like oh i was just like man they're really playing with us too that's why they included all this set monster stuff and then i remembered that at the beginning so when they're in the dead wife garden that's obviously all fake but the beginning part when they're in the car and he does it is not that was real so you mean well, like al- alternate erased. timeline versus our current timeline? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, I mean, the, the the alternate timeline branches off from arc arc point anyway. Yes. So I think he would still be a Santa monster in that timeline. Yeah, if he yeah, was yeah. Now. But 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 in my head, I had convinced myself that it was all fake and that Thomas was just toying with us. Yeah, I mean that's fair. It is all like erased and stuff. But yeah, no. In the but car in the beginning, that's that that still that's is our real. timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, there was another, I can't remember the exact episode, but Gabriel, uh, like Adrian defies him at the end of the episode. And, and he plays with his ring. With his and ring. he we plays with about his that. ring. So, uh, look, uh, you guys can tell me whether you agree, but like, Oh, it's, I think it's one of the times that he goes on to like that, the, the barge house boat thingy. The barge house boat. Okay. He's like leaving. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't we'll remember. He's just we'll like, you defied me. Lady. 
Yeah, you defied me. Yeah, yeah. That's that's earlier. And by the way, I apologize for not having all the 100% facts from the season. The season has uh, aired pretty spaced out, and it has been hard to keep track of exact things. Um, also, the but, show's ridiculous, and when they do give us things, it's all at once. Uh, I, I'm So in the past, we've been like 50-50 on... Nope. Adrian's a cinema monster. Like this is it's confirmed, now, right? Like, like he's like, a cinema uh, monster. Like this, like, the oh show is making it very obvious at this point. And there, and it's not Thomas messing with us anymore. So here's the, thing. I do think like the thing that's a hundred percent is the that, fact that he made a cinema monster of himself. Like he's messing with us. Yeah, oh, we'll yeah. talk about Felix. I have another wrinkle, but the the, the Adrian's a cinema monster. Like uh, it's it, they're definitely doing it on purpose whether they pay it off or not like they could be really the most annoying they've ever been and not pay it off True. they could mm-hmm. i don't know how they would explain it away but they, they you know ladybug can make stuff up so it's true. um but th- it's definitely they're doing this on purpose like obviously like so thomas if he's ever said they're not doing it on purpose this this like that's a lie so i don't believe you do you okay let's let's bring in felix and then i'll give you my new finale theory afterwards but Ooh. I so I did not pick this up the first my first viewing of Felix. So this is new information for me today. So there's a pivotal scene in in Gabriel Agress the episode with Felix okay. where Gabriel is threatening Felix. Um he says uh so he's trying to convince Felix that he's not Shadow Moth. He is right. the, he's talking he's mm-hmm. talking through the scent monster of himself. He says something including the power to destroy your life. I don't need to be Shadow Moth to do that. Yeah. And, and now you know that I I only need to snap my fingers to make you disappear from here, he says. And Felix is freaked out by this. I only need to snap my fingers to make you disappear. Like um like an amok. Yes. Right? That's when uh he says, like when he goes, I release you like he I did release that you to from Hawk existence. Song. I release you from existence. <gasps> he does oh that to uh, Gabriel Agrest. So, uh we haven't really talked about this too. I think we've mentioned it before, but uh this is this is potentially very clear evidence that Felix is also a Santa monster. Does Felix know he's a Santa monster? And if, if potentially yes, because he was he is shocked by he is like not happy about him threatening him in this way. So Felix potentially also knows that he is a Santa monster, and that's why he wants that ring. That could the family so he's in control of himself. Like, so, but exactly. does, okay, but does does Felix and Amelie think that that ring is his? Like akumatized objects. That's potentially why they want it. Yes, not the object. Yes. Well, I will say I'm not a hundred percent sure that Amelie knows. Yes, I I agree with that. Amelie seems seems clueless. Yeah. So they make a really big deal about how old and important these rings are. Yeah. Yes. Well, and okay, I'm also really confused because in Gabriel Agrest, when Felix gives quote unquote gives back the ring. And then Gabriel has a huge fit about how he's like, I know Emily's ring, like, like, I know every scratch and detail. I thought that Felix stole his ring, not Emily's ring. Yeah, he didn't. Yes, yes. He he did not steal Emily's ring. At the end of Felix, he takes the ring off of Emily and puts it on himself. Gabriel does. Right. Right. So here's the simple... We've talked about... Which ring? Do both rings contain the Amok? Here's now the clearest explanation. If Felix is also a Senta monster, it seems very clear to me. It is, uh, the truth has been elegant. Okay, that's it. Uh, so it's been, it's very clear to me. Like, uh, Emily's ring, the original ring, is the only object that contains, uh, Adrian's Amok. Um, okay. 
that is that so that is why Gabriel in possession of this one ring is able to control Adrian. This in the ephemeral he literally just controls Adrian at two points. Yeah. Um so he must have the the full amok object on him. So that 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 ring, the ring that Felix stole and is in possession of, of is the ring that contains his amok object. That's the only object the that's the only object that contains his amok. That's why he wanted it so he can be in control of himself. Uh, Hawkmoth is not able to order Felix to give him back the ring because he's not no longer in possession of the amucked object. I guess he doesn't need the object to release him from existence as he's threatening. I guess that's how that works. You don't even need well, to have yeah, the object because, to do that. Because what is it? They um, killed. They killed fake Ladybug. Yeah, because oh, Natalie... she, and Ladybug was in possession of the object. Fake Ladybug. I'm trying yeah, to remember. How did they? Is that how? He yeah, I think her? that's true. And that's the episode Nat- that started Natalie, all this. Yeah, all Natalie did was just said was I release you, and yeah, and she so, was gone. Gonzo. So um, that's the that's the only thing he can do is is murder him. He can't control him <laughs> though, because Fe- Felix <laughs> has his own object now. Yeah. How does Felix know that he's a sense monster? How does Felix know he's Shadow Moth? How did you know? Uh, well, I don't know. Felix has been that Felix is the smartest one of all these people. Felix has been in two episodes. Apparently, he's super smart. We we're missing information with Felix. So, um, this is the new theory. Uh, uh for me, uh, well, it do- actually does make me wonder. Maybe Amelie does know. Amelie could know. We don't see a lot of her this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. here's the alternate explanation for this threatening scene because I was very confused the first time. He says, "I only need to snap my fingers to make you disappear." This could just be a vague threat, like yeah. a mafia esque threat. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna t- take you out. I'm gonna hire. I'm gonna snap, and an assassin will take you out. I guess that's the alternate explanation. Right. So I don't think that Felix as a sentinel monster is as confirmed as Adrian is. But this no, is th- this, they, this uh, is very uh, apparent, though. No, this is making more sense to me, especially just because of how weird it is. Like, obviously, their parents are twins, but. Like, it doesn't make so much sense that Adrian and Felix look so much alike, but... Because they're supposed to be cousins. Yeah, because they're cousins. And obviously this can happen, like, in real life. But, like, I mean, honestly, it makes more sense if, for whatever reason, Amelie and Emily could not have children or something happened to their children mm-hmm. and yeah, they decided said, everything we've said with Adrian well, alone you could apply to Felix okay, as well. Felix. Okay, but, but that would also imply Amelie has to know. Yeah. But they, also, they could have done it without Amelie's knowledge, I guess, and been like, uh, "Oh no, your son didn't actually die. We he's we found him. He's not." Yeah, missing. maybe that could be fair. That could be that yeah. could happen. Maybe they got. Yeah, I mean, they, maybe they were kidnapped. I mean, they're very yeah. Rich maybe they're kidnapped. Okay, here's my new here's my new well, theory wait, for the wait, 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 yeah. Go ahead, April. So we have to remember um, another scene it, to play into this, where. Uh, with Chloe and Felix, where Chloe, like, because Chloe's just like, oh, remember, she's like, you'll never be Adrian. You can pretend to be him all you want. And then Felix, like, basically is Adrian for a moment. And yeah, yeah, like he's able to seamlessly imitate him. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really make sense that they're that identical if they're cousins. Yeah, yeah they're I cousins. agree. Okay, here's well, my well, also, new... We've ne- also, the other thing that makes me think, like, they just kind of made a kid is because, like, we we don't know anything about Felix's dad. Um. Yeah, yeah. I the, I mean, I'll get to this when we get to the, the my takes on all the other episodes. But uh, 
I just we just don't know so much about this. And it's been two episodes. I really it's yeah. hard to speculate about. But yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't have that information. New finale theory. So we're we're on the board with one firm finale prediction. Yeah, I will say regardless, like Adrian's a thousand percent a scent monster. Oh, yeah. I didn't even. Yeah, I could have said I could have said mumbo jumbo. And you would have been, you would have said that, though. So it's yeah, true. We, we're I'm already just there. Saying, like, Fe- we're already I'm like 50 percent on Felix. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. So we're on the board with one firm season four finale prediction, which is that there will be like a season two finale esque scene where Marinette is finally able to ask Adrian out to the movies, I should add, because the movies have been especially significant in multiple episodes in the yeah. season and in the past. Go to the movies. So a movie date should definitely be their first date. Yes, so please. That will happen yes. at the end of this season. And they're so both like, oh, I don't really want to see a superhero movie. And then we'll no, want to kill them. That'd be good. Um, new. Here's my second firm finale prediction. I'm finally ready to commit. I believe in the season four finale, we will learn mm-hmm. that Adrian is a Santa monster. <sighs> and we will get the full Emily and Gabriel backstory. This is good. I like this theory. However, oh, no. Adrian and Marinette will not know yet. Only okay, that the makes audience will That makes sense. Okay. That's it's in line new, with Ladybug shenanigans. We have seen too yeah. much buildup this yeah, season. This is true. For them not to confirm it very soon. This is a well, strong I mean, to have, theme of I mean, this season. To have Gabriel Legrest, like, yeah. Gabriel Legrest in the, just the, the, I know they're not supposed to air next to each other. Gabriel Legrest supposed to be earlier in the season, but the combination of Gabriel Legrest into Ephemeral, it's hard not to conclude that they're just going to confirm this sooner than later. Right. I believe the wrinkle of like Adrian himself not knowing. Let's us keep this as an end game element. Like you can right. hold on to this until yeah. end of season five, but the audience, like this, would really shake things up next season if going into next season, Marinette and Adrian are dating, and we know that Adrian's a center monster. That would be huge. Like two, oh my God. two really fun. St- like we would be satisfied. I think even though we're not getting the identity deal, we're not getting the wish. You know, like I think that would be a good setup for season five. Even I agree. Uh, you know what? I would be pleased. Even if we just got the confirmation that Adrian is a Santa monster, like, like the even satisfaction, them dating. yeah, even without them dating, just like knowing that we were right this whole time, <laughs> <laughs> we were right, Thomas. Uh, hot take, I guess. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm in enough on the romance. I, if you, if I had to pick one, I would pick them dating into next season. I'll, I'll take them being the worst about the Santa monster. Like, I just, yeah. I want to see the relationship. I mean, honestly, like, I would be fine if the show ends and they never reveal it but we know we know adrian's a sent monster season seven ends with the post-credit scene that vaguely hints at yeah i'm really we right, right if, if we, we didn't have two more seasons then i would be really concerned about them not like dating but we have two I mean, more seasons. I don't know. This, especially like I don't know. I really feel like with this season, like they're pushing. I mean, also the fact that like they both were dating people at the beginning of this season. Like I, I really for an like, episode. Yeah, but I know. But my thing is like this season has been pushing serialization like intensely. Yeah, so it I, makes I, me I, wonder. Like I really do think they they might be dating at the end of this, or maybe because they hate us. The episode ends on Marinette asking. Marinette and, asking, like, yeah, that would be that would that would, uh, that, would make sense. that would pay off. That like I I'm real. I love this season. I think it's had incredibly strong, consistent themes, it's ridiculous. and that's why I think these these consistent themes will pay off in the finale. Um, now, of course, seasons four and five are made together, so it's possible they won't pay off until next season. But right. you know, I believe these are two of the strongest themes of the season: the Santa monster hinting. I don't know. I'm terrified though because Ephemeral is episode twenty. Like, what are you? There are four episodes What's after next? this. What's next? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very exciting. That's why I'm, I can't. Like, after that episode, I'm like. <laughs> next episode is entitled, are you ready? Uh, 
Kuro Neko, which means black cat in Japanese. No. I, I mean, that's just, what, that's just what he is, so I don't know what that means. But, I understand uh, that, but we've had Shot Blanc. Yeah, <laughs> it's Shot Blanc-esque, but we had, this is the Shot Blanc episode, so uh, that leaves you wondering what's going to happen there. Oh, I don't know, I've seen no spot. By the way, I'll say about that finale prediction, I don't know if it will also be revealed in the finale, if Felix is a Senta monster, that could be a twist that season five adds. Okay, yeah. Or it could be revealed this episode, I, I, I don't know, it's just... It's just so weird that like that they are hinting at that so strongly too, but we've seen so little of Felix. I'm not sure what they're doing, to be honest. Can Santa monsters reproduce? I think so. I think they should have all the all the and by the way, I will say I think like I've seen people be just as a addendum, I I've seen people be um like, Oh, I guess Adrian is a Santa monster because all this evidence, but I'm really sad about that because that means he's not real. Um I wanna say I believe strongly that what the show is going for with this plot line is that Adrian is a scent monster, but he's just as valid as, like, a human being. And also, that, yeah, not, we got that with, like, the with, That was the themes of Ladybug. Yeah. So don't don't worry. Our Adrian, he's not going to go away. We're not going to bring back a different Adrian. This is Adrian. The, the The theme of the show is all light, all human life, all sapient life is, is valid and sacred, to, whether you're born from a human or not. I believe that's a strong theme of the show. Markov also really plays into that, yeah. that like, you value oh, sapient yeah. life no matter what. Um, so yeah, Ladybug, I'm telling you, Ladybug has a lot of like really nice themes. And I think that that's another big appeal of the Cinemonster thing is, uh, it really plays into a high level theme of the show. Well, and then also like it feeds into like, you know, Adrian, like, you know, Adrian, you know, and we've seen it this season standing up to his father. So like, not only is this like, you know, just, you know, part of growing up, but then legitimately like Adrian doesn't have control. And so like he tries and he has succeeded. But I do think, you know, he's like, hopefully we'll get a hold of the ring and, you know, he'll take have back, literally will. take back. What a what a dumb uh, way for it's the ridiculous. show to go that we I have agree. this this basic theme in season one of Adrian's controlled by his father. And now it turns out, hey, literally he is controlled by his father. He is literally magic. controlled. Literally. It's, this, this show, it's so dumb. And yet uh, they've done it in a fun way. But again, um, we like we even had this Remember, I what was the episode where they're doing the career fair and Adrian's like, I don't remember what I wanted to yes, be when yes. I grew up. And then yeah. whatever it was revealed, he just wanted to be whatever. Yeah, and Wishmaker, he just wanted to be what his father happened. wanted, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, and the I'm themes, like, yeah, oh, this has yeah, been very present. Yes. Ah! Yeah, Wishmaker definitely plays into this as well, for sure. Okay, any last thoughts on Ephemeral before we run through the other four episodes? I'm still dying, but it's such a good episode. Like, yeah, same. Like, I'm still dying from this episode, but I will say it's it's a very good episode. I'm just like, shook from all the Cinta Monster evidence in this episode that I missed. I know. I, I feel like the Cinta, having a big Cinta Monster thing in the episode probably helps it for you, Delaney. Like, of- I think... Like even I saw all of the Santa Monster stuff. Nope. Oh, I no, I I will admit I was I didn't see I was too distracted the first time. Oh no, the Santa Monster stuff only like pushed me further over the edge. Like, <laughs> okay, like April when, saw it when, all. That's Adrian, the breakdown or makes sense what is now. It, when, when Gabriel was playing with his ring, I was like, right in the oh, beginning. No, don't you dare! <laughs> wow. Okay. I was having some violent reactions. It's okay, you guys. It's, I'll it's, be fine. Well, we'll uh, we'll be fine when our theory pays off. Then it'll yes. all be we'll, then it'll all be worth it. Look, it'll it'll be fine once I go to therapy on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Ladybug for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ladybug broke me this week. Um, <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, here's what I want to do for the for the 
thought through the other four episodes, uh, tell me whether you guys are good with this. Let me walk you through my basic thoughts on each episode because I have them written down and I can do it concisely. And you guys, at the end, you say either I liked it more than Dylan, less than Dylan, or I agree with you. Okay. How about that? I like it. Okay. Kind of a rapid fire way. So Krakow Duel. Um, I think I really like this episode. I think it's a good episode. I best part is Purple Tigress, Julika as the new hero. I think she's like my favorite new hero of the season. Um, I really like all the Julika parts. Um, in general, I think the new hero episodes are less exciting than every other episode this season. Um, Which is like, shocking. We would never have said that before. Yeah, the new hero stuff is kind of the boring stuff this season, but this might be the best of the new hero episodes. So still a very good episode. Agree, disagree, uh, like it more like it less or agree, Delaney? Um, I think I'm on agree, but I don't think it's the best superhero reveal episode. Well, what would off the top of your head, what do you think? Um, the one with uh, with Rose. Uh, interesting. That was the uh, the weird the really, yeah. really weird one. It, for me, it's between Mylan and Rose. Okay, Mylan Mylan was also good. Yeah. Uh, April, uh, agree, Be- light, better, worse, agree. Um, I agree just because it's, it was nice ha- giving Julika a yes. voice. Like I really literally giving her, like literally her getting a voice. Um, and also I just really loved her character design. Um, I thought it was very like. I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was very getting, like Julika. Oh, and, and her, her having the loud Kwame is really good. Too. Yeah, yeah the loud like Kwame was the best. Yes. Kind of flirting with Also, her. I'm sh- like, I feel like I didn't know that her and Luca were twins. I thought we that were was, the yes. impression that yes. they, that he was older than her. So I don't know. It is revealed <laughs> that Luca and Julika are twins, and Jagged is also Julika's father. Uh, we were assuming in the past that Luca was older than Julica. Yeah. So, I feel like they um, told us he was older than her. Well, I think he's in, he's just in a different class. So we just, like, did, and we don't know what that means. Yeah. So yeah, this was a little shook. Uh, like, uh, actually the fact Luca that we and Ma- found out with everyone else was ridiculous. Actually, Luca yeah. and Marinette are the same age. Um, so yep. I think that works better in retrospect. The, I uh, do Luke agree, yes. That makes me le- like, you know, it's better. Yeah. It would have been nice if the show was clear about all this, but it also like revealed it in this episode. So I yeah. guess it was trying to hide it. <laughs> it's weird. It's a little It's weird. like, we really don't want you to know. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Glaciator 2. See, I don't know if you guys have heard my uh, thoughts on Glaciator 2. I love, 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 love this episode. Of course um, you do. I think this is one of the best episodes of the season. If not the show, uh, the romance arcs are incredibly strong. It's a very focused on thematic remote romance thematics. And uh, throughout the episode, it's hilarious in the beginning with the couple of the year. There's a lot of hilarious stuff. So just a lot of great mm-hmm. Lady Noir. Like when she Noir. throws him in a trash can. Hilarious. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. Uh, Lady Noir and... Uh, and, you know, the other one, Dynamics and Maricat, uh, Maricat, the other one. Uh, so the highlight of Glaciator 2 is a stunning four, legit four full minutes of pure dialogue between Kat and Marinette as uh, they practice her confession. I also uh, wanted to die during that entire show. Yes. That, that's how you know it's a good Ladybug scene. I was it? like, yeah. ugh. Yeah, no, that scene played like a play. I think they're going for it as like a, a scene from a play. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a show other than like BoJack. And there, any show we talk about has done like four full minutes of just dialogue. 
Um, it's the most impressive thing I've ever seen from Ladybug narratively. Uh, the fact that they can do something like this in season four of the show. Like, this is not what you expect to see from an action kids show. And uh, they they have full clearance and uh, they go for this, this like, mini play in the show. Then we have the follow-up scene at the end, which is gorgeous, the back on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, love Glaciator 2. A lot of people are really high on this one. What do you think, Delaney? Um, so I'm only going to say I'm, like... I feel like it's not that I don't love this episode because I do, but I do think I'm lower on it than you are. Yes. Okay. But I do. I mean, I did like it. Like it's a great episode. I just, the the dialogue hurt me physically, but I do agree like that. It's like, it hadn't really occurred to me, but like, this was definitely like, it was very different. I was going to say, I love, I loved this episode because it was very different. We also don't get a lot of like mirror chat. And I think it was just kind of like a nice, like, new sort of piece that I I had been missing just because it's, it's hilarious to watch like Marinette as herself interact with chat noir. So yeah. especially when it like, she's trying to like, she's practicing with, for something with Adrian. So. Oh, it hurt me. Also, I'm just mad. Cause I wanted her to practice on Kagami. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that, that, that Kagami manga thing was great. Oh my too. God. It's the like, manga thing. So, so funny. Yeah. I love it. It was a great band. And then she, and then she literally tells Kagami to touch grass. Like she's like, you should hang out with us more. It's like, geez, man. Right. So, funny. uh, hack, we'll come back to some of the stuff. Now. Uh, Haksan, um, great episode. Uh, the audacity of the show to combine the idea of, Aya takes over as Ladybug for a day, which is a great idea. Which and is Robustus natural. too. And the follow-up to Robustus. Right? Why would we think to combine those two ideas like, into this one oh episode? Oh my god! Like I wasn't like I'm like I can't. These, this is a lot to deal with at once. Also, wow, you just gave Aya like the hardest villain, <laughs> like, right? Yeah. They all like literally. They even talk about the episode that literally last time he tried to blow up Hawk Moth. Like, right. Yeah, I love and the best part I think is I love that Alia like think thinks her plans her way out of it with like one of the yes. all time uh, convoluted mm-hmm. kind of plans to defeat the villain. Also, um, her trying to like come up with a name. Yes, we'll talk about the, the and name. then like Cat Noir just being super sassy the entire time. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it's a great, but not you know not like one of the best episodes, but still still really good. Delaney, yeah, uh, what do you think? Um, I guess I'm. I think, I don't know, like, I think I'm either, like, on the same level or just a little bit higher, just because, like, oh my god, I'd expect so, because of Alia, yeah. The problem was her ladybug names were terrible. Like, I was like, girl, you can come up with something better than Scarabella, like, what the heck? But, um, personally, Black Spots of Justice, hilarious. Um, (laughs) like, I did, I... There was just there was a lot of funny stuff in this episode, and I think also like you know Marinette trusting Alia to be Ladybug, and then oh my god, she's like, "Mom, I I have to, I have to go hug, I have to go hug my best friend." So funny. Yeah. Also, also another really funny part of the episode because I just like stuff with her parents. It's like when they were like, "Oh my god, I don't want to go see this aunt." Yeah. Oh yeah, her and her dad. Every every time her dad said something, so funny. That's yeah, good. April, what do you think of the episode? It's a good episode. It's uh, it's always in- interesting to have episodes that don't necessarily involve Marinette, um, yeah. and kind of seeing like how Paris functions without, like I I, I say our ladybug. Um, so 
you know, usually when this this show decides to like mix things up, it usually does it successfully, and I think it it does that with this. And also, you know, we get to play into, you know, more of the arcs that we're already kind of like working with this season. So, you know, uh, Alia's sort of role within this this group, and then you know, Cat Noir like. I guess. Oh, he's so re- bad. Oh, yeah, like him, like reevaluating, like his place within, like the superhero ness, or even just with like Ladybug as well. So I think it's a it's a good episode. I I I mean I can't say it's like one of my favorites. Um, I, I but still a good episode. Yeah. Okay. And last, uh, Gabriel Grest. Um. So I think this is a good episode. Uh, I struggle, as I said, I struggle with Felix, uh, just because he's so such a random character, I think. Um, I can't believe he came so back. I was odd. We're hoping for, for a Felix follow-up. Um, I think that the Chloe video plotline in this episode is not that good. Um, but the Felix stuff is dramatic. That being said, there's this part with Mark and Nathaniel, like, making this fairy tale uh, okay. for, and there's, like, we get this uh, snapshots of... And it's like gorgeous. This this fairy yeah. tale of uh, Marinette, oh, yeah, those, like drawings or whatever. Beautiful. Yeah, Mar- Marinette as the knight and Adrian yeah. as the princess. So um, good. And it's I have them at the bottom of that line. It's really it's really wonderful. Um, you know, I, that was like one of my favorite parts of the episode. Mm-hmm. So like, I think this episode is good stuff. I'm not sure Felix works as well as they think Felix works, but that's just me. What do you think, Delaney? I'm I'm much higher on this episode because. For me, this is, like, a really funny... It's almost like a heist episode. So, Mm. like, it's really funny to me because of, like, the two plots. So, like, one, Marinette as this waiter, ridiculous. So funny. And then, uh, and, like, her terrible, like, voice that she's doing. And then, like, obviously, like, I, I, like, just hate Chloe. I mean, I don't hate Chloe, but I'm like, oh, my God, Chloe, please stop. So, like, I was enjoying, like, both... Like, both, obviously, I was way more invested in Felix, but, like, you know, there's just a lot going on in this episode, but I think they do it really well. Like, you know, we have this, like, lighthearted, but still important, because, like, there are consequences if Chloe, if Chloe manages to show the video. And then, but then Felix. So, like, I, I really like the episode. I was, and then at the end where they're like, we're going to make Marino the clumsy waiter. Yeah, and you know, watching and you know, watching Marinette problem solve when she's not Ladybug is always great. So like, and you know, it's not like she did like super amazing things, but you know, when she like you know manages to not hit the thumb pad when she you know you know dumps a bunch of crap (laughs) to like mess up Chloe and stuff like that. Uh, April, I think this was uh, a good episode. I liked it. Um, I feel like. I agree that the Felix stuff is kind of weird, but I'm hoping that it'll sort of pay off later. Um, but if, as you know, I very much appreciate Gabriel Agrest, and I like sort of this like behind the scenes kind of thing that we got with him. Um, also, he um didn't have Natalie's help, so we had to do like a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say like it, you know, I liked that he. You could definitely tell that he like appreciates Natalie's like assistance and like everything that he does because he's just like, he's just like, I don't understand how you do all of this, you know, <laughs> like, and she's like, here's your list of jobs. 
to do tonight. April, you had, you had high expectations for the episode called Gabriel Agrest. Yeah, I know. It was a good episode. Like, it, it was just Did like... Did you expect it to be the Felix episode? No, I didn't expect it to be the Felix episode. But there was a lot of Gabriel Agrest. There, there was, was a lot, a lot of Gabriel Agrest. I, I do think it's funny, like, so they're having a party with his Bridge People's Club, but everyone's wearing black. And I thought it was about his mom, about Adrian's mom. Oh, yeah. Which would explain all of the black. But then, like, Felix is wearing his normal clothes. Adrian's wearing his normal clothes. Like, all of the kids are wearing their normal clothes. (laughs) So, it's like... And it's a masquerade party for, like, no reason. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like a masquerade party for no reason. Um, I, I just... And then there's, like, a waiter who's supposed to be watching the kids, which is kind of weird. And I guess there's dancing. I don't I don't know. It was really interesting. But um, Gabriel looked really nice in all black. I think he should wear it more often. Um, but I guess I understand him wearing all white because, you know, you can't be obvious that you're the super villain or the villain of the show so we're all white it's cool um but i did i really did like appreciate like that he like it's obvious that he appreciates natalie and all that she does for him and everything so that was very very kind yes uh there you go uh quick quickly through i think i had other comments through uh, other stuff we hadn't talked about from the episodes uh, Krakow duel. We had some Julika Rose um, stuff. So they have a hug. Rose kissed her on the cheek. Um, mm-hmm. Some good stuff there. The whole plot of Krakow duel is Marinette's avoiding so Luca funny. because uh, she knows. So Krakow takes place after the beginning of the season, but before Wishmaker, where they we know they're good already. So yeah. it's kind of weird to see it at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's supposed to be awkward after they broke up. But uh, and Luca's like. Luca's still in love with her, but at the end of the episode, they're at a better place where they're buddies, and uh, Luca encourages her to tell Adrian how she feel, how she feels. Super um, cute. Again, kind of building up to an actual confession at some point, as many episodes have. Um, we had a recurring gag in this episode of Shadow Moth failing to akumatize people at the party. That's um, great. He's like, "What's going on? <laughs> uh, stay where you are, little Akuma. A party of teenagers always makes for a party of strong emotions." <laughs> You're not wrong, Gabriel. It's creepy, though, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, and then he ends up akumatizing the adults. Yeah, that's true. Um, Any other reactions to them being twins and Jagged's uh, Julika's dad? I I felt bad for her because, you know, he was like, not he wasn't purposefully ignoring her, but like, that's what was happening. Yeah. He makes up for it, though. He just it's just Jagged. He's just he's just like that. He's stupid. Uh, Jagged and Anarka, Krakow Duo is their album. Their Kumtes is Krakow Duo. Uh, Yeah, Tiger Miraculous for Julika. We have Roar the Kwame. We are anticipating seeing Roar from the beginning of the season. The the loud Kwame with Julika being quiet. Roar Roar stripes Mm -hmm. on. Tom Formation, the Purple Tigress. Cat Noir says, meow, that makes us practically family. I was really mad at him. I was like, Cat, please. But like, yeah, (laughs) it's like, he's he's like obligated to say something like that. He is, it's true. (laughs) clout is the power uh and uh, it's like it's like she's like a charged fist like one yeah. punch man mm-hmm. um i guess that's really she is. okay uh i i really i roar's great i really like purple tigress yes um, and uh yeah i mean that's basically it uh fun, fun episode 
Uh, okay, Glaciator 2. Let me dig into a lot of the stuff I liked more. Uh, the the Ladybug and Cat are voted couple of the year the, right away. So uh, funny. Amazing setup. And Marinette's like, these are all taken out of context. It was Dark Cupid. So we I don't even remember, remember this other one. <laughs> right? And the really amazing gag, Cat from the trash can watches Ladybug angrily, Lucky Charm, and beat Glaciator in 15 seconds. Off off screen. So good. Yeah, that was so, it was, that's such a strong start. Um, A lot of this is like dealing with uh, Adrian processing his feelings for Ladybug. Adrian says he doesn't have the right to force his feelings on Ladybug. Um, If you're someone that's been annoyed by how Cat treats Ladybug... I think Glaciator 2 is the best uh, behavior that uh, he's, he's ever exhibited, right? Like, uh, yes. <laughs> he learns some lessons, both, he, oh, both ones he's he, telling himself and ones Ladybug is saying. And then he says something, she's like, are you making fun of me? Because <laughs> he's like, yeah, my platonic, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, are you, what, what? Yeah. Uh, he deletes all his pictures. Marinette has forces Alia to delete all the pic- Lady Noir pictures from the Lady Blood. Oh my gosh, she like kills Alia. Like Alia's like, uh. uh Shadow Man's about. It's yeah, it's news. <laughs> Shadow Man's about to send out Nakuma, but he realizes it's Adrian who's sad. Oh my god, oh, this yeah. part, I literally like, then he it, then he detransforms, and our favorite, our favorite, he he as Gabriel angrily calls Gorilla, which so is his good. one move. So That's good. his move. I need a call of gorilla. So funny. Uh, great and then it's the most like, awkward conversation that's ever happened in the history of humanity happens. And he says three nice You know nice you can talk to me about yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah, him trying to actually be sincere because he saw he was sad. At yeah, the, which is nice. I think it wouldn't take until season four for the no. emotion detecting yeah, no. power to him yeah. actually realize Thanks, the son's not dad. feeling good. And then even Plog's like, wow, your dad said three whole sentences. Yeah, like, good. Wow. It's a good Wow. Plug, uh, Marinette has Operation Bye Bye Blues, uh, one of her her many uh, things that she, she walk happens to be walking by with a gift. When, so it uh, did take me a minute to figure out like that it was fake, like what was happening, and then I was like, "Oh wow, yeah, ridiculous." Um, hopefully, showing us where Marinette is coming from with the stupid crush into where they're going. Yes. With, like, also, actual I really, feelings. really hope there's not a rat present of hamsters because, like, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, no, probably not. Um, yeah, Kagami tells Marinette, I love Kagami saying, Marinette, you need to confess to Adrian so he won't be sad anymore. It's so right? funny. <laughs> She's so, like, can uh, you just do it? Also, like, Kagami's, like, talks about it like a, like, combat. So funny. Like, Kagami's mm-hmm. the best. And then, yeah, and then, like, you're just approaching it really seriously and regimented, and then it tur- the payoff is it's all from a manga she's reading. It's it's just so really, good. I think it's one of Ladybug's most well-executed jokes. No, uh, it was so, I lost it. I was like, oh, because, like, because then she, when she comes in at the end, and she's like, and she's like, what are you talking about? So funny. Like, yeah. Well, I only got to volume three, losing it. Like, so funny. But also, yeah. like, how, like. Like, age-appropriate is that, too. Yeah, like, it's really good. Like, yeah. using advice from a manga, like... So funny. <laughs> right, I love seeing the more uh, childish sides of Kagami. So funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, she, t- she tells Marinette to practice on someone else. Good setup for the episode. I was Kat really is- hoping she would practice on Kagami, but fine. Oh, yeah. And then when it's Cat, I was like, I hate real life. <laughs> good alternative. Um, cat, cat is like angry, angrily trying to get over Lady, but he's cl- cataclysm the billboard of them yeah. uh, kissing. Which I think very is dramatic, hilarious. by the way. Yeah. Uh, then we get the the four minute dialogue scene. 
Um, I just want to point out the voice acting is really incredible. Um, oh, it's in really funny when she gets like the matter she gets. So funny. But yeah, they just it's the the scene is entirely they're reading the same thing over and over, so it's entirely dependent on the acting. I think the yeah. most acting dependent scene of the show. Um, and they it does the the English voice actors do a great job of of conveying all that. I also went back and I watched this in French. Um, and the French fact voice actors also did an incredible job with this. Um. And by the way, watching the same scene back to back, I was struck by how similar the voices really are for yeah. specifically Ladybug mm-hmm. and or Marinette and Cat. The dub, the English dub does a great job of replicating the the French voices. Like they do sound real, really similar. I just um, love like when Cat's like, are you mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, it's, I was like, it's just, I'm watching like a play right now. Like, wow. Oh, like, oh, my uh, favorite actually is when he she's like, fine, you do it. And then he does it. And then she's like, wow, do I sound that corny when I do yeah. it? So funny. Yeah. yeah. So good. That's like yeah. the best part. I love it. Um kudos to this uh to the crew on getting to do a scene like that i feel like that's a scene that you dream of as a writer like writing a show like this um like the fact that they actually got to do it is is really incredible uh at the movie this movie seems really good too um Marinette's oh, yeah, talking. they're like talking the whole time yeah yeah talking to cat about how she's struggling trying to share her feelings um not knowing how adrian will respond this uh, iconic line of the show here's from Marinette. are you ready but yep. telling someone you love them if it doesn't work out, it's your heart that gets cataclysms, and no miraculous ladybug can repair that. Yeah, I wanted to die. I was oh, like, okay, ladybug. That's the proper reaction. <laughs> yeah, like, why did you say that? To Cat Yeah, Noir. she's Marinette. What do you like? She's in like, this why moment. Why are you saying yeah. Cat Noir? <laughs> oh, my God. I guess that's how they talk in this world. They just say stupid things like it's your heart that gets cataclysms. Yeah, like. I mean, she's talking to Cat, so it's like she's trying to say no words he can understand. <laughs> like, She's like I know you're just a superhero and don't it's understand. Such a dumb line. I, I, like, oh my god. Um, they're, they're walking home under the pole umbrella. Yeah, we got the umbrella. I think twice, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, oh, also, he. Um, also, the movie is like accidentally a romance, which is yes. hilarious because it's like yeah. mega shark avoiding romance movies. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, and then the guy um, behind them is like, "Can y'all please shut up?" No. Yes, uh, the, and uh, they're walking home under the umbrella, and Cat tells Marinette he can't like help but tell Ladybug how he feels. Like in contrast to uh, mm-hmm. Marinette having trouble telling Adrian how he feels. Um, we get Andre; he's he's sad he's seeing so Marinette mad. and Cat like, no. together. Angry shipper, so um, br- bring me back two scoops of despair. We get a fr- uh, French cheek kiss with with Marinette yes. and Cat, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Very the fr- fact that we get Glaciator like at the beginning and at the end, hilarious. Yeah, and it's Marinette's like I forgot to give him the lucky charm. I was so mad. It's yeah, she, yeah, that was. I was like, no, I realized charm. that like in the like when I guess he was like right before he got Akumitaz. I was like, oh my god, Marinette, you were so mad that you forgot. It's good. It's it's perfect. Um, Ladybug, while they're fighting, says Cat should just stop doing something if she says so. Um, <laughs> while, like while she's like driving a sports car over so a good. giant vent. Oh, oh, this is my favorite part. Ever, this is my new favorite lucky charm. It's the Ladybug Lambo. So good. Like, oh yeah. Also, it will never not be funny when she miraculous when she does lucky charm and it's a giant thing. It's like, ah, I gotta object. get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. It's like, a good every gag. Time. Yeah. They've done it. They did it twice here. Like maybe I might. It might be like anime sword then Lambo, but then we also had a fire truck in a fire truck. So I don't know. Like all of them. Same idea. The the, the, the anime sword is also giant, so it's like giant akumatizing giant thing or lucky charming giant thing. Oh, remember when she got like the giant like bazooka gun too? Yes, so good. Yeah. 
it's always good. good. But you know, when it's a giant, like it's it's never not going to be funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, and that's another reason why I think this is uh, another component. Like I like episodes that the fight, like the fight, is usually one of the worst parts of the episode. So I like love episodes where every part of the episode's great. I think driving the the sports car over the over the thing and yeah. while giving Cat a life mm-hmm. lesson, like that's a great fight fight scene too. Also, um, when the Lucky Charms like really convoluted, I'm also like about it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like this is the second time this season, at least we've seen giant vent come into play. I guess that's a thing yes. in Paris. There's just mm-hmm. giant. Apparently, fans. super weird. Giant fans. I should, yeah. Uh, then we get the conclusion to the balcony, uh, the new balcony scene in Glaciator Two. Um, Marinette's actually able to give Cat practice on Cat her true confession, like off the cuff. She doesn't yeah. have to read the thing. It was really nice. And then they both tell each other they're they're each other's person. will be really lucky. So um, cute. Really cute. Classic kind of passing by the wind kind of romance thing but then yep. they end up together um gorgeous scene and then we get the manga payoff um manga so funny oh my god adrian undeletes all his pictures um he says i'm always doing my cat noir act with her maybe if i were my true self with ladybug she'd fall in love with me uh, i think this is a pretty big line from adrian like i would say so we've talked a lot about how a lot of the fans think Cat is Adrian's true self versus a- like he says he calls it his cat noir act. Yeah. Now, now we know from Ephemeral this is a side of him that's important, but like him identifying this as like an act, I think that's like a big step. Not that he needs to get rid of this side completely. There's a lot of right. freedom to him that's important, but um, this is like some introspection I think from Adrian that's like pretty big here. For him to like identify it as not his true self. But I also wonder if he just doesn't know who his true self is. Right. I think he's, I think it's like this is like satisfying in a way for as people who are like Adrian's like more of the real Adrian. But it's also like I think he's also wrong here. Like it's not really just an act. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting where he ends up there. Yeah. OK. So there, there, there's a lot of the reasons why like uh, Glaciator is probably my pick for best episode of the season. We can quickly go through this so far. There's a lot of great ones. Um, Delaney can give. Good for a pick. Some other Wishmaker is one we talked about before as being one of the best of the season. Um, uh, Gang of Secrets with the confession Talia at the end. These are these uh, are some of the big just ones. Just lost it. Just absolutely was just yeah. so. I think Ephemeral's up there. Ooh, Truth, yeah. the first ep- of the se- episode of the season's fantastic. Mr. Pigeon 72 was fantastic. Oh my god, Mr. Pigeon 72 is so That is good. such a good episode. So good. Uh, Furious View has really great stuff. Um, let's keep going. Uh, Optigami, epic episode. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Senta Bubbler, uh, uh, another epic episode. Rocketeer, one of my personal favorites with the, one of the funniest episodes of the show with Nino. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Nino Noir. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, try, quickly trying to go through. I think those are the big ones. That's like half the season, by the way. When I say like Ladybug's one of the best shows of the year, that's half the season I just got, went through, and yeah. those are incredible yeah. episodes. And my thing is like, it's I, I mean, I, there might be one that I just can't think of at the moment, but like, out, know, to t- out of those, what's your reaction? What's your favorite of those ones? Oh jeez, I don't know. Like, oh jeez, <laughs> like there's so many. Like, all, like honestly, like the first like four or five episodes of this season are like incredible. Which part of it is, I think, like, the sheer shock of serialization, but then also legitimately, like, what we're exploring, like, with Marinette realizing, like, she's the guardian. She can do whatever she wants. And then, you know, finally telling Alia that she's Ladybug. Like, 
And like, and also like that genuine emotion that we see from Marinette in the first like couple episodes. Yeah, that's really yeah. good stuff. Yeah, April, what's your pick of those? Oh God, I can't pick because it's all been really good this season. Like this season has been so solid, and we've gotten all of this like serialization and like so many new heroes. So this season has been so funny. Like yeah, so like this season's funny. just been it's been a lot of fun. And stressful. Always stressful. Ladybug's always, always stressful. stressful. Like, I I don't know. Like, I've really enjoyed, like, this latest, like, last five. But, like, Delaney's, like, totally right about, like, those first four episodes. Like, those ones really hit it out of the park. Especially because, you know, this, again, the sheer shock of getting serialization from this show just is mind-boggling. And that we've continued to get it as the season has progressed, like, I'll just, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm going to have to talk about it in therapy. I'll figure okay. it out. In therapy about which is the best lady. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a good topic. It's a big decision. I got a whole TV. Yeah, we'll we'll sort this out in the OVAs coming up. My my pick is either Glaciator 2 or Wishmaker, probably my top two. Gang of Secrets also up there. Um yeah, but all the ones I mentioned, I think all of those are good picks. What's Marinette's Uh, secret? She's in love with Adrian. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) That's not a secret. So good. (laughs) <laughs> Quickly through, just, I think Hakusan, the main thing I want to talk about that we haven't talked about, the name Scarabella. Um, Terrible, why? What's let me, let me, so I didn't, at first I was like, why Scarabella? Maybe it works better in French, so. That's what, that's my, what my best guess was. Yeah, let me, here's my theory. Scarab is okay. a beetle. Yeah. So, like yeah. ladybug, scarab. Oh, so like, kind of like a beautiful scarab. And Ella is a girl, or Bella is beautiful, right. So yeah. those are the components to the name. But isn't yeah, so Bella beautiful and Italian. Italian, yeah. So I don't get that, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a romance language. I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, I, I think mean, they're, they're all the same. It's all the sca- same. The French scarab Ella, like girl beetle. You know, yeah. There you go, um, lady beetle. I kind of agree that black spots of just it's too long, but I, I do. I would have liked. So you know, I would have liked. I like that it was in the episode because you know, having like a, a black component to all you being a black hero, right. I think it is is really good. Also, um, it's just fun. Yeah. I don't. You could just be black spots. I don't know. I don't. I also I don't, thought Lady Luck was fine. She could have been Lady Luck. I would have been okay with that. Yeah. I do. The, I think probably Scarabella plays better in French. But also, no. it was really funny when Cat Noir just immediately starts fighting her. So funny. Yeah. So good. And like, of course, I thought, I was like, uh, Bug, get out of here. At the end of the episode, Ladybug apology. We have this. This scene is is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I still haven't fully wrapped my head around it. Ladybug apologizes to Cat for not telling him uh, that about Scarabella and telling someone her identity. Cat um, is worried that if she ever stops being Ladybug, he'll never see her again. That was so sad. I right? know. I, this is a really sad moment. You're building up the expectation. We're on this Adrian frustration arc. You're building up this like Adrian's pissed about him telling her telling someone her identity. But he's like, no, actually, I'm just worried you're going to abandon me. But, okay, um, but then this episode, like with this whole theme, ag- again played into the whole like this is why I was super convinced about. 
the other episode being Yeah, no, this plays well into ephemeral because Ladybug says she'll never abandon him. And so the point of the reveal is that, you know, Ladybug will always know who he is. They'll never be able to get out of contact. So I think the scene, yeah, the scene kind of builds up to Well, it also makes me wonder, like, is Adrian going to tell someone? Yeah. I mean, now Luca been He's been really good. Um, Well, but they don't. They don't know that Luca knows. Right, which is also Okay, okay, but we never talked about this. Okay, yeah, I'm like, sorry. I, f- I'm, I apologize for forgetting about my my favorite Luca. Your son. Um, <laughs> your, your long lost son. What was your guy? So did you guys think it was bad that, so Luca doesn't, it doesn't play into the episode that Luca knows their identities right. in Ephemeral. Um, did you guys think this was bad? What, were you confused? What was your reaction? Quickly. No, I, was, I remembered. I was I was confused because I like one I because here's my thing it's either like we're wrong but he knows or it's that he's choosing not to tell her which I understand but is also bad but then also granted I also expected a little bit more pushback when she was saying it's dangerous for someone to know both of our identities but Luca does Luca knows both of them yes yes so that yeah. and this also I think this plays into I, I'm assuming this is going to play into the finale because like. That's gonna like he knows. We we're also revisiting the idea as well, like yeah. because he knows we we know that he knows both of their identities, and that whenever she yeah, asks, Ladybug about it, doesn't know. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Ladybug doesn't know. And then, I mean, she even kind of said like, "It's okay if you know his identity," because then, like, that sort of like. I guess would bring comfort to the grandmaster or whoever, you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. Well, they're talking. The plan would involve him knowing, just not knowing Ladybug as yeah, well. Yeah, that's the problem yeah. because if because now but now is the problem. So because- so what people are saying is Luca could so Luca could have said Marinette, you don't need to go through with all this. Actually, I already know who Cat is. I will just tell the grandmaster. Right. I don't know who you are. Don't worry. But I know who Cat is. I'll just go tell him. So but why didn't Luca say that? Is the question. I have an answer. I don't think he wanted to admit that he lied to her. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because so he told her he doesn't remember. Okay. Let's call yeah. up Luca and ask him. Okay. I'm oh, putting him on. No. The... Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was gonna hang up. I was like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> you were like, it's been long enough. Uh, so I know I have a deep connection with Luca and his motivations. Don't worry. I I can understand. So I do think the this episode did a bad job of not acknowledging this more obviously to the audience. Yeah. I think it's frustrating to watch this being like this episode to does take place after Wishmaker. Luca does know in this episode, mm-hmm. both of their identities. The episode should have been clear that he did know, even if it didn't factor in, because it doesn't. So why right. doesn't Luca say anything? Number one, he doesn't want Ladybug to know that he knows. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want Marinette to know. Um, I believe this is not out of a place of selfishness it's out oh, of a no. place of he doesn't want to screw up her plans he know she says to him in this episode which is the most on the nose part that it's bad if someone knows both so she would be really worried and would change have to change everything up if she knew he knew if he just doesn't say anything probably everything's fine he is risking it because he could get akumatized and that would be bad um yeah. that being said he's like the most emotionally calm person so they're probably fine um but uh, so he he doesn't want to like worry her i think is number one number two yeah this is the big thing um, and this is what I think people don't get. Uh, Luca just trusts Ladybug's plan. Like, yeah. yeah, he doesn't feel the need to interfere. He trusts her implicitly on what Marinette is going to go with here. Well, and that's um, the thing. Like, he already, to an extent, trusted Marinette, 
And now that he, and it, he even said so himself. Yeah, to her later in that episode. Luca says, that, "I hope she knows what she's doing," which yeah. is the which is the the most uh, the most the episode acknowledges that he has other ideas. Like he could have said, "No, act. This is this is not necessary because I know this." But he he just he trusts her. He doesn't need to say anything. I know this is kind of weird to wrap your head around, but I think it make totally makes sense from Luca's perspective, Luca's character. Um, he doesn't need to put this into play where she doesn't want that he knows and like like he just like he's just going along with what she well, says also, because yeah. that's most important. Also, I think she did scare him a little bit because he said, "Are you? Is it okay if I know?" And then now yeah. I think he's, now he knows also that this isn't good. Like so, I think and that he's kind of stuck. Right. That her specifically saying bad if someone knows both. Yeah. yeah. So he he's just not intended. He didn't want to know right. their identities. Right. And he doesn't want to screw up any of any of Ladybugs being the guardian. He wants to let her do her thing because he trusts her. There you go. That's the summary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, th- so I, you know, I, I, I think Luca is like a really nuanced character. I think this, the fact that this was like a weird thing that the episode probably screwed up a little bit and not acknowledging a little bit more, but it still made a complete sense to me. I think that just shows like how nuanced of a character and developed of a character Luca is. Um, honestly, he's had a fantastic year. Uh, oh, I and agree. He's, yeah. Delaney's on board with Luca now. I am. It's true. They're not, not together anymore, so it's fine. Okay, so now that yeah. now that Luca Nut is over, it's fine. Yeah. Well, and he uh, even still has his moments, like, w- later in the episode whenever he is talking to Marinette and she's sort of trying to figure out what to do about knowing that Adrian is Cat Noir, like... Like what he says to her, he he's saying he's being honest with her. You know she what I mean? She just doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, she just doesn't know because like he knows that she's Ladybug, and so he's speaking from his own experience, even though she doesn't know that. But like, it, yeah. Way to go, Luca. We're proud of you. <laughs> we love Luca. So obviously, Ladybug's best supporting character of the year is Alia, because this is Alia's season. Um, it's true. But Luca's like also, if if Le- Luca is also one of the best supporting characters of the year, but it, it's Alia's year, um, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, lastly, uh, last thing, we didn't talk about this nearly enough. In Gabriel Agrest, um, I think we talked about all the important things about, except for uh, Felix's scheme to decide that, figure out for sure if Shadow Moth is... Gabriel, yeah, he's genius. He, he tears the so smart pants on when he passes him by, and then at the end he sees that the pants are not torn. Therefore, he knows that was a Santa monster, or just generally not actually Gabriel. Yeah. So in his mind, this confirms Gabriel is Shadow Moth. Um, I don't know what the significance of him knowing Shadow Moth's identity, or Gabriel's yeah, I, identity. I'm is. assuming if he comes back. Oh, okay. Actually, we didn't. We're two yeah. hours in. We didn't also talk about the post-credit scene. Um, there's a lot going on here. So let me also lay out the post-credit scene. Then I'll go to each of you. You tell me what what uh, what does it mean that Felix knows Gabriel Shadowmoth, and what does this post-credit scene mean? Not actually post-credits, post-flash screen. Yeah. Um, Gabriel puts his miraculouses in this in his vault safe thing, um, and he says, "A little surprise for when you come back, my dear nephew." Delaney, what did you interpret this as when you watched? I don't know. I'm really confused by this scene. Because, like, and I don't know if it's, like, to make him think, like, that Felix is, like, to make Felix think that he's, like, going crazy or something. Like, I don't understand. 
Also, like, it's not going to stay in there forever because he wears it. I don't really understand what the scene is. Like. Yeah. Uh, April, any any thoughts? Yeah. Like, I was going to say, have we seen Gabriel take off the Miraculouses before? Like, this is really random for him to just be like. I'm just going to take off my miraculouses and talk about how I'm going to seek revenge on my nephew. Like what, what does it matter if you could just destroy your nephew, just go ahead and do it. Like, <laughs> if it, if it means that much to you, <laughs> what are you waiting for? Let's go. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm missing something here. Or like, if I think this is supposed to be ambiguous. Yeah, I don't um, know. Is he putting something else? I mean, I guess he could be putting replicas in there. Yeah. Maybe right. they're not actual yeah. miraculous. My, my, my best guess is that this is a hinting of some future plan yeah. um, of Gabriel's that involves Felix. So potentially Felix discovers, he opens the vault, he kind of knows it's there or something, he discovers them, he takes the miraculouses, but actually, for, there's, this is actually somehow it's all part of Gabriel's yeah. plan. And this is either a plan against Felix or a plan to use Felix against Ladybug and Genoir. Right. Or I was going to say, like, he, he just decides he's not going to wear them around Felix anymore, really drive Felix crazy. He's like, I'm ditching my ascot. So, <laughs> oh no! Felix can see that I'm not wearing my miraculous. <laughs> I really feel like he wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, like I don't think he was prepared for Felix to know. Yeah, and as far and the other thing is, as far as Gabriel knows, I believe at the, at the end of the episode, he thinks he's successfully tricked. Yeah, Felix. that's the, yeah, that's the thing. Like that's but then so why? He, but then why too. the 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 threatening self talk? Well, it could yeah, still be. I don't know. Well, it could still be that he still thinks he's right, but then he's gonna like mess with him some more. But he doesn't know that he's figured him out. He's kind of like, just in case, nephew, I'm coming for you and your yeah. rings. Well, yeah, I guess I think this sure. means that he has to come back. Oh yeah, I think Felix. He's probably in the last four episodes. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Unless we're we're this is hinting at season five stuff. Um, and we just do Adrian's Ascent of Monster. I don't know. But <laughs> the uh, biggest room for improvement for me is Felix, like, in the in the show. I, you, they could do totally cool things, but, like, let, let's see it. Um, well, it makes me, like, I'm like, what is Felix playing at? Like, I think the biggest thing with Felix is we just, we've only seen him, what, twice? Yeah, like, really twice. We don't really... If he is a Senna monster and he knows it and he has his mucked object, it makes sense that his motivation would be wanting to be free. And maybe despite him having it, he still wants to neutralize Gabriel because he controlled him um, or was able to. I don't know. But this is all like assigning or a lot Or potentially of, could have. Yeah. This I mean, is assigning a lot of uh, specific like movements <laughs> and knowledge that we don't know that he has. Um, but he randomly knew that. Gabriel was uh, Hawkmoth, so there you go. Who knows what else? Who knows? Yeah, I th- it, it needs to tie into the Adrian stuff. It needs to just be a, a component of Adrian because Adrian's the, are all the are all they put all the work into Adrian's character arc. Um, they that's that's what uh, that's what that and Felix, you know, is, is related. So that's what it needs to to do. Um, okay, 
yeah. Any uh, any other things that I missed uh, that you want to talk about from the episodes or concluding thoughts, Delaney? I don't. I don't. I, I think I'm. I'm out. Like they were all pulled from my brain. Okay. <laughs> But I like all of them. Ephemeral hurt me physically and mentally, emotionally. Um, I love Ladybug, but I also hate it. There you go. Uh, we're tired. This has been yeah, two hours. Exhausted. I'm, I'm impressed yeah. you guys went this long. Uh, it, yeah, April, day. final thoughts. It's, it's like, I mean, I don't have any final thoughts on, I guess, these episodes, except I'm tired. But <laughs> the show makes me tired. <laughs> the show makes me tired. Um, I got the fall miraculous box from Culturefly, and it was yes. filled with a lot of really good goodies. There was a um, Shadow Moth statue, but he looks a little derpy. So perfect for you, the Shadow Moth statue, <laughs> right? <laughs> and Sorry. it's funny because it's Shadow Moth, but he doesn't have the Peacock miraculous on. Okay, there you go. Let us know what you thought of these episodes, our discussion. Hope I didn't miss anything. Um, there's a lot here. Yeah, forgot about some of the key Felix stuff until then. So much. So much. Um, Too much. And that's going to be it for Ladybug for the year. Um, so uh, we'll be back in some form in 2022. I don't know if we'll... I might change how we approach it with as much detail, but um, we'll see as we... They're looking forward to the conclusion to, to season four of Ladybug. Um, leave comments anywhere you listen to the podcast, or you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Bob. Shout out, Bob. Bob. And thanks as well to our patron executive producers, Steve, Michael, Finishin, and Anon. Uh, there'll be a podcast in two weeks uh, scheduled probably on December 15th topic TBD so we'll see you guys then not Ladybug though back in 2022 thanks for listening guys see you next time bye bye, bye.